Hello and welcome into the Marquette University High School Hilltoppers football pregame show on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth, presented by Gruber Law Offices and sponsored by Capital Insurance Agency, Magic Productions, Annex Wealth Management, C.G. Schmidt, Left's Lucky Town, and Liberty Engineering. We have a huge matchup for you tonight as we are in level three of the WIAA Division I football playoffs in the second seeded nine and two Marquette Hilltoppers welcome in the fifth seeded six and five Fond du Lac Cardinals into Hart Park. The winner of tonight's game will advance to the football semifinals and be one step closer in reaching their ultimate dream of hoisting the gold ball. Live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, I am Kyle Wallace, and I'll be taking you through tonight's pregame show as we bring you another action-packed night of Wisconsin playoff high school football, Hilltopper football. Let's get excited for this one. And talking about the Hilltoppers, the Marquette Hilltoppers have been plowing through the playoff competition this year as they have defeated their first two opponents by a combined score of 91 to 22. In level one, the Hilltoppers took on the Sheboygan North Golden Raiders, where they used a balanced offensive attack to take down those Golden Raiders 49 to 7. Then last week in level two, the Hilltoppers hosted the Bayport Pirates. These two teams have had a history as they matched up against each other back in 2019, where the Hilltoppers were defeated by Bayport on Bayport's way to the state championship game, where they did lose to a tough Muskego football team. Last Friday night, though, the Hilltoppers were able to get some revenge as they were able to take control of the game early and never relinquish their lead which has led us to tonight's game against Fond du Lac. Speaking of tonight, Marquette carries a five-game winning streak into the game where they have outscored their opponents by an astounding 241-22. to Let me repeat that. 241-22 to during their five-game winning streak. And what's even more impressive about this team is the Hilltoppers' defense has been absolutely dominant, posting seven shutouts in their 11 games this season. That seven shutouts in their 11 games this season. That is absolutely incredible for the Hilltoppers. Now let's turn our attention to tonight's game as it will be a battle between the second-seeded Marquette Hilltoppers and the fifth-seeded Fond du Lac Cardinals. Now as many of you already know, the Hilltoppers has an explosive rushing attack which is led by sophomore running back Tommy Novotny. Novotny has continued the legacy of the Novotny family at Marquette being absolute ballers on the football field. He has rushed for over 1,200 yards this season while scoring 23 touchdowns. Now those are some gaudy numbers and he is the prime reason for this team having the excellent season they have had so far. The Hilltoppers may have a great rushing attack but it is also complemented by a tremendous passing offense which is led by signal caller Peter McDevitt. McDevitt has led this offense the entire season and has thrown for over 1,500 yards through the air while having 13 touchdown passes on the season. Now Peter also has been able to use his legs to move the chains and get into the end zone so far this year. Now, having a quarterback who can do both with his legs and his arms has paid dividends for this offense, 
And speaking of this offense, I can't talk about the Hilltoppers offense without highlighting their top two receivers. Marquette is led by senior and Wisconsin walk-on commit Cam Russell at wideout, where he has 39 catches for over 600 yards and seven touchdowns on the season. He is complimented by his fellow senior, Thad Hoffman, who has 32 catches for over 400 yards. This duo has helped this team be a threat through the air. Now, we talked about this offense, but the defense of the Hilltoppers has been beyond stellar all year long. This defense, led by leading tackler senior Nate Schramm, has been lights out. Whether it has been pressure on the quarterback, stopping the run, and forcing turnovers, this defense has continued to step up each week to help lead the Hilltoppers to victory. They expect this week not to be any different as they look to stop the rushing attack of the Fond du Lac Cardinals. Now, do not let the Cardinals 6-5 and record fool you. This is a good football team. They started the season off 0-4 and then have gone on to win six of their last seven games. Also, four of their five losses this year have come against teams who are also playing tonight. Those teams are Sussex Hamilton, Franklin, Kimberly, and Nina. And by the way, their fifth loss of the season was a two-point loss to Appleton North, who actually lost to Kimberly last week. I'm telling you, this Fond du Lac football team is a good team, and they are led on the ground by their great offensive duo of quarterback Connor Klapperich and running back Tanner Dowski. Dowski has rushed for 903 yards and 13 touchdowns on the season. Those numbers are great, but he isn't even the team's leading rusher. That title belongs to their dual-threat quarterback, Connor Klepperich. Connor has used his arm and his legs to successfully lead this offense. He has thrown for over 1,100 yards on the season with 14 touchdown passes while rushing for almost 1,100 yards with 14 rushing touchdowns. The Hilltoppers defense needs to be able to stop this quarterback to be able to win this game tonight. Now, I've talked about the Fond du Lac offense, which is very potent. But also, they have a really stout defense, a stout defense that has kept them in some of the biggest battles they've had this season against some of the top teams in the state. We are in for a great battle tonight as two battle-tested teams match up against each other, which you know will end in a great, exciting result tonight. Boy, oh boy, I cannot wait for the Hilltoppers football game tonight as they take on the Fond du Lac Cardinals. Now, coming up next, you will have an opportunity to hear from head coach Keith Klistinski. He sat down with in-game play-by-play host Evan Wittalison, where they discussed tonight's Level 3 playoff matchup between the Marquette Hilltoppers and the Fond du Lac Cardinals. You won't want to miss this interview. Keep it locked. You are listening to the Marquette Hilltoppers pregame show presented by Gruber Law Offices and sponsored by Capital Insurance Agency, Magic Productions, Annex Wealth Management, C.G. Schmidt, Left Lucky Town, and Liberty Insurance. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football pregame show presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Hi, I'm Mike Jerkin, founder of Magic Productions. We're a sound video and lighting production company based here in Milwaukee. Our creative team will help you take your event to the next level. 
Magic has become a go-to option for concerts, fundraisers, and corporate events around Milwaukee and the country. As a proud Marquette High alum, I'm thrilled to have Magic Production sponsor Marquette Hilltoppers Football. Learn more how we can bring creativity, passion, professionalism, and expertise to your next event. Please visit magicpro.com. That's M-A-J-I-C-P-R-O.com. Pollution from trucks is a public health crisis. Diesel-burning trucks belch dangerous levels of pollution. And communities living near ports and along freight corridors breathe especially high levels of this dirty air. But this crisis has a solution. My name is Sasan Sadat, and I work for Earth Justice. I'm working to clean up our air quality, particularly for communities that bear the burden of diesel pollution. For the sake of our lungs, our health, and our climate, the future of trucking in this country has got to be zero emissions. Until then, I will never rest. Earth Justice is a national legal nonprofit defending the environment and people's health. Earth Justice is fighting to save lives, protect our climate, and strengthen our economy through the shift to zero emissions. If clean air matters to you, visit us at earthjustice.org. Earth Justice, because the earth needs a good lawyer. Capital Insurance Agency in Brookfield is an independent, local, family-owned insurance broker that has been helping families and small businesses for 47 years. Capital Insurance's long-term customers are proof of their commitment to building relationships that last and are just not a transaction. The team at Capital Insurance takes pride in protecting you, your family, and your business. Contact Joe Sladke, a Marquette High class of 2009 graduate, as he and the staff at Capital Insurance are ready to assist you. Learn more at CapitalInsuranceWI.com. This is the Marquette Hilltoppers football pregame show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome back to the Hilltopper pregame show here on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. I'm Evan Wittaus, and I'm now joined for my coach's interview with Coach Keith Kosinski, the head football coach for Marquette High School and coach Got another victory in level two of the playoffs, going into level three now before we go into talk about the level three action. Got a victory last week over Bayport, 42 to 15. And it was a very impressive win where you pretty much won with the trenches. That was a big one, Evan, I'll tell you. And uh, it was really uh, great to see. Um, uh, it, it, as you said, it was a battle in the trenches. I mean, there was a lot going on in there and it was a physical battle. I mean, they are a very strong team and we feel we're a very physical, strong team. And, um, you know, it, it was just so encouraging to see, uh, at the end of the third quarter and most of the fourth quarter that, uh, we just took over the game. Our offensive line just put their shoulders down and Tommy Novotny ran right behind them. And, uh, it was just great to see that, uh, especially against a quality team, uh, like Bayport, uh, it was great to see our offense really respond uh, and uh, and drive that football down and put it in the end zone. Yeah, you mentioned Tommy. He ended the game with 141 yards on 36 carries and 17 of them coming on that, that drive that you were talking about uh, end of the third quarter, most of the fourth quarter. And he didn't play in level one and – Definitely showed he was ready to go on that on that most of the game, but especially that series. It's just amazing. Uh, Tommy's just an amazing kid. Uh, you know, had you seen him walking earlier in the week, you probably wouldn't have believed that he was even going to play in the game. 
but he's just a, such a physically tough and mentally tough young man uh, to be able to go in there, kind of shake off a, a hyperextended knee and do what he did was just a, a tribute to him. And switch to your uh, your defense. And I didn't see who recovered the fumble, but the game was 28-15. They just got a good field position off of a partially blocked punt. And you get a turnover, get the football, and that was pretty much it right there. Great stand by your defense there. And then you add one. Malik Lee just took the ball away from, the, I believe, the quarterback and took it into score they really stepped up big when they had to after it looked like Bayport was starting to uh, get something cooking a little bit. Yeah, no, uh, they they were. And we knew, you know, I told the kids going in uh, that they were going to score, uh, that they were a quality team, that we needed to prepare for a close game uh, just in studying them on film and so forth. And, and we did have some big plays uh, near the end. So Ryan Tomlinson, uh, was able to cause that fumble, and Evan Meyer recovered it. And then, as you said, uh, the icing on the cake was Malik Lee just uh, taking the ball away from their runner when, you know, kind of took the last gasp out of them and, and running it back for close to 30 yards for a touchdown. Yeah, I do apologize to Malik Lee. I thought it was uh, Nick that had the ball at first. So then I'm like, oh, never mind, it's Malik. And that's the second time he's done that this season. He did it. I think uh, not final week of the season. I think the week before that, kind of similar thing, just took the ball away from the quarterback or the runner and just took it in. So great way to finish off this uh, game last week in level two. Now we're at level three action against Fond du Lac, who started the year kind of slow and I think 0-4 was their, they started out, and now they finished the year uh, getting to 6-5, and five, finishing 4-3 and three in the conference. So they're a team that seems to be clicking at the, I guess, the right time. What can you tell me about Fond du Lac? Well, they're one of the hotter teams in the state. And I I told our players if they were even thinking about looking past them, that's going to be a huge mistake. Um, If you look at the the games that they lost, certainly the first two, that's a long time ago against two very quality opponents in Sussex, Hamilton, and Franklin. But if you look at uh, the other games that they lost, they were very, very close games. The other three, um, one was a one-point game where they lost to Kimberly. Uh, another one was a seven-point game that they lost to to Nina. Uh, and they, they ended up actually uh, beating Kokona. Uh, a good Kokona team, so they've been in. They've been in a lot of close games. Uh, we knew that uh, you, you know records are going to go out the window because they've been so hot. Uh, if you look at their last eight games or so, you know I, I think they're probably six and two in their last eight games. So they're they're a quality outfit. Uh, they know where the weight room is, uh, and and fortunately, so do we. So it's going to be another physical battle. Now what? Um... What is Fond du Lac looking at them on film? What do they, you know, I guess, what do they like to do offensively? Um, looks like they a little more balanced than what you saw last week. But what do they like to do offensively that you got to be ready for? I think at the heart of it, they're a running outfit. And so they want to run the ball. They want power run. They're very similar to a lot of the Fox Valley Association schools and Bayport for that matter. Uh, you know, if one hat's good, five are better. So they want to try to get a lot of hats to the ball. They want to try to run it down your throat. Uh, you're right. They will spread it out periodically and throw the ball maybe a little bit more than Bayport. 
And so uh, we've been preparing all week for, you know, both the run and the throw. But, I, you know, like I said, at, at the heart of it, I think that they want to be able to run the ball. Well, it looks like you got a little bit of work in uh, this week in the snow, probably a different environment element and environment to get some practice in, right? Yeah, it can be a little uh, double-edged sword for the coach, you know. The the coach wants to get all the work done, and the kids want to play a little bit out in the snow. So I just had to bite my tongue a little bit, let them have a little bit of fun, and uh, we made it through that practice and, and got some things done, you know, on Tuesday. And then we just had a very good practice today. Our field just melted in time for us to have practice, so – um, I was throughout the day, I was taking photos of it and sending it to my coaches as the field was in various stages of melting. Uh, but by the time we got out there at four 30 today, um, a good chunk of it was, uh, melted. And then our kickers took care of the rest, a little bit of a shovel workout for them uh, and some other parts. Well, don't have to worry about it. Uh, Friday night with the snow, it should be much, uh, more better weather similar to what we've had like I believe last week so it should be a great night for football yeah it looks like it's going to be a beautiful night we're really excited uh quarterfinal football uh against two quality opponents what's not to like thank you coach best of luck to you uh against Fond du Lac and look forward to talking to you after the game thank you very much Evan that was Coach Keith Kostinski, the head football coach for the Marquette Hilltoppers. And we come back, we'll take you home as we get closer to kickoff here on the Hilltopper pregame show on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football pregame show presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Is there anything sweeter than the crisp sound of a driver when it connects purely with the ball? Many golfers evaluate the quality of their shot by the sound it makes. You may feel the same about your financial plan. Something doesn't seem, look, or sound right. Think of Annex Wealth Management as financial swing doctors. We'll give you the truly objective analysis that comes from a fee-only fiduciary with no products to push or commissions to chase. If you need help, talk to our pros. Get started at AnnexWealth.com. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit, because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the WIAA and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Losing sleep lately, the job, the house, the headlines, or investments? How about the feeling your investment partner isn't a partner at all? They might be operating in someone's best interest, but that someone isn't you. It's time for Annex Wealth Management. It's easy. Head to AnnexWealth.com, click the Get Started button. We work in your best interest as a fiduciary. That commitment runs so deep, we put it in writing. Does your advisor do that? Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. Start at AnnexWealth.com. 
This is the Marquette Hilltoppers football pregame show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome back into the Marquette University High School Hilltoppers pregame show on the award-winning 1017 The Truth, presented by Gruber Law Offices and sponsored by Capital Insurance Agency, Magic Productions, Annex Wealth Management, C.G. Schmidt, Left's Lucky Town, and Liberty Engineering. I am Kyle Walsh, and I am live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Kickoff for our Level 3 matchup tonight between the Marquette Hilltoppers and the Fonda at Cardinals is only minutes away, but before we throw it out to Evan Wittalison and Joe Damask at the C.G. Schmidt broadcast booth at Hart Park, I want us to take a look around the WIAA playoffs to see other games going on tonight. So let's start in the Division I bracket here for the WIAA Football State Tournament. And we know the game we have tonight and what is on the line. If Marquette wins tonight, they advance to the state semifinal. And one of the two teams they will play will either be Kimberly or Nina as Nina travels to Kimberly to see which one of those teams will make it to the Division I state semifinal. When we go to the other side of the bracket, there is a common foe in the Sussex-Hamilton Chargers as they take on Verona. Verona heads in the Sussex-Hamilton. That is a big game going on tonight also starting in a couple minutes. And then on the other side, the bottom half of the Division I WIAA graphic, you have Muskego taking on Franklin. That is going to be a great game between two really good teams. And so we should all be excited for the phenomenal matchups that we have across WIAA Division I football this year. Now that we know what's on the line for Division I, Let's take a look at Division Two to see what teams are fighting for a chance to keep their dreams of a gold ball alive and advance to the state semifinals. Wanakee takes on New Richmond. Kakana takes on a local team in Cedarburg. Another local team in Slinger and North Shore Conference team, just like Cedarburg, Slinger takes on Sun Prairie East. And another local team in Kettle Moraine, they match up against Lake Geneva Badger. Those are all going to be some great football games. I cannot wait to see the results of who win those battles in those Division II matchups. Now let's swing over to the Division Three games that we have going on to see what teams are fighting to advance to the state semifinals tonight in Division Three. Rice Lake will be taking on Onalaska. Mount Hoare Barnerville will be taking on Notre Dame Academy. Grafton, a local team, will be taking on Manassa. And Monroe will be taking on Stoughton. What I love about those matchups there, you got a four seed taking on a seven seed. Another seven seed had advanced in a three seed. I love the diversity. I love the upsets. I love seeing teams with their dreams to win their first state title still being alive. Boy, don't we love high school football here in Wisconsin. And lastly, we'll wrap up with Division 4 and take a look at what teams in Division 4 have a chance to keep their dreams alive tonight in advance to the state semifinals. We'll start with Baldwin-Woodville taking on Summeris. Lodi taking on Xavier. Lakeside Lutheran taking on a local team and a powerhouse in Catholic Memorial. And lastly, Two Rivers taking on Luxembourg Casco. Boy, like I said before, I am excited for some high school football tonight. And you should be 
as well. And now the time has come. Marquette Hilltoppers fans, we've been waiting for this, and I am excited for this big matchup as the Marquette University Hilltoppers look to advance to the state semifinals as they take on the Fond du Lac Cardinals. Keep it locked. You are listening to the Marquette Hilltoppers football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. This has been your pregame show. Evan Wittallison and Joe Damas will have the call next live from Hart Park. I am Kyle Wallace, and this has been your Marquette University High School Hilltoppers football pregame show on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. The opening kickoff of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices is next on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Headlines, texts, emails, the TV, the computer, the phone, even your smartwatch. Every day, market volatility can lead to anxiety and planning paralysis. No surprise, Americans report being stressed about their investment and retirement plans. Turn down the media roar. Dial up the planning. Put Annex Wealth Management on your side for investment and retirement guidance that includes tax and estate planning. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Know the difference with a fee-only fiduciary. That's Annex Wealth Management. Meals from those years are hard to forget. It was all white bread and whole milk, hamburger casseroles and quiche Lorraines, all with a side of cigarettes. We ate salads as desserts. We knew a party was classy if it had a cheese log. And we never missed an after-dinner smoke. It didn't matter if we were in our dining rooms, a burger joint, or the ritziest of restaurants. There'd be an ashtray on every table and that very particular flavor in every meal. We smoked for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's amazing that our food could taste like anything else. If that was you, then get your lungs screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at screenyourlungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. High school, the most formative years of your son's life. At Marquette University High School, our Jesuit education will shape your son's identity, mind, heart, and soul. Our graduates are more likely to excel in college, earn an advanced degree, and learn defining personal values. The result of our transformational education? Transformed lives. Learn more at muhs.edu. You're listening to the new 1017 The Truth, founded in partnership with American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. 1017 FM, 1510 AM, WGKB Waukesha, and W269DL Milwaukee, a locally owned Good Karma brand station. Live from under the lights and on the field, Marquette University High School football happens right here on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Hilltoppers football is presented by Gruber Law Offices and sponsored by Capital Insurance Agency, Magic Productions, Annex Wealth Management, C.G. Schmidt, Left's Lucky Town, Liberty Engineering, and Marquette University High School. Now, live from the field, here is Evan Wittallison and Joe Damask.
Live from the C.G. Schmidt Broadcast booth here at Hart Park, this is Hilltoppers Football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. One team will be moving on to level four action in a yet-to-be-determined location, and for the other team, well, their season's going to come to an end tonight. I'm Evan Wittalison, joined by my producer, Stephen Haywood, and my broadcast partner, Joe Damas, as we bring you the two-seeded Marquette Hilltoppers taking on the fifth-seeded Fond du Lac Cardinals. Joe, the Cardinals come in winning six of their last seven games after losing their first four games of the season, and the Hilltoppers come in on a five-game winning streak. These are two red-hot teams colliding here tonight here at Hart Park. Something's got to give. Yeah, and level three of the playoffs, uh, good evening, uh, Evan. Yeah, any uh, records go out the window when you hit level three of the playoffs. And, and don't let that six and five record uh, fool you here for Fond du Lac. Uh, their losses have come all to playoff-bound teams, including uh, three that are still live in uh, level three playoff action tonight. There's uh, four are still in action tonight. Oh, the fourth team. That's yep. correct. I'm sorry. Nina, uh, Nina is still Kimberly, in this as well. Franklin, and Hamilton are also playing here tonight. Our officials here tonight, Ron Quirk is the uh, referee. Tom Turkis is the umpire. Kyle Moore is the line judge. Jerry Wood is the head linesman. And Jim Earhart is the back judge. Mullins is kicking off for the Cardinals. Monrio and Novotny back to return this kickoff, kicking uh, from south, north to south here. The kick is on the ground and away, and it's going to be still alive, and it's going to be jumped on by Monrio at the 26-yard line. That was pretty scary development there. Yeah, Fond du Lac holding back no punches, even on the starting kickoff, a squib, sort of a half squib, half onsides kick there on the slippery turf. There's some drizzle, light rain coming down here at Hart Park in Wauwatosa, so we've got to be careful. The ball squirted uh, across the turf, went through about two or three hilltoppers' hands before finally falling on it. Marquette will start out at about their own 25-yard line here. McDevitt, a quarterback, in the shotgun, the botany to his right. We have two receivers left, one to the right. McDevitt claps his hands, gets the football, gives it to Novotny, who goes up the middle, breaks the tackle, gets to the 30, 35, 40. He gets the 50-yard line before being tripped up out of bounds. Going to give him the 50, and what a great run by Tommy. Correction, they give him the 49. Not a bad way to start, 25-yard run. He started off left, cut back, just running zone play here. Cuts back, coming to his right, gets to that right sideline, and just tripped up where he would have gone for 75. Trips to the left, one receiver right. Novotny at the running back position gets the football again, and he's going to get tackled for a couple-yard loss as it looked like Hart and Miller got pushed back there, and Novotny could go nowhere. Yeah, they tried going left, and, and Jack Hart, unfortunately, uh, missed his block on that one, allowing the defender to come in and make a stop for about a one-yard loss. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Bellinger at the H-back position off to the right side. The McDevitt claps his hands, fakes the handoff, looks to throw, has to cut and run, and he gets brought down for a loss of about one. It's going to be third and about 13 or 14 for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, the Fond du Lac Cardinals here, um, led by their head coach, Sam Plucker, uh, come in with a record of 6-5. and five. Uh, They've played great on this first series here, bringing up third and about 14 yards. They move Roby Brown to this slot close to right, left, right tackle. Send Novotny in motion, takes the snap. Looks to throw, has some time, throws it deep, 
and it's going to be incomplete in and out of the hands is Bollinger, and it's going to bring up a fourth and 14. And looks looks like Marquette's going to bring in their punt team there. It was just a drag route across the top. Had he caught it, uh, Ballinger would have been uh, had enough yards for a first down there, just overthrown there by McDevitt. Uh, Eric Schmidt comes in to punt. He'll be kicking it from about his own uh, 32-yard line. The ball spot at the 46. He's right around the 32-31 yard line. Late guy coming in. Had a couple partially blocked last week, so I'm sure that was stressed in practice this week for Eric Schmidt and the punting team. Good snap. The kick is away. It's a low kick, and it's going to bounce at the 30. Take a hilltopper bounce and still going inside the 10 and going to die at the 5-yard line. It's going to be... First and 10 at their own five. It might be giving them the six. Yeah, not a pretty looking punt, but it, it certainly did the job. It took uh, a Marquette bounce, bounced at about the 20 yard line first, rolled all the way down to the five yard line. We had mentioned uh, the, the four teams that uh, Fond du Lac has lost to that are still alive here in level three. That included Nina, as we mentioned, Kimberly, and then early season losses to Sussex Hamilton and to Franklin, who are playing on the other side of the bracket tonight. So uh, their losses have come against quality opponents, and here their defense stood the first test. Here comes their offense. Going to be a shotgun formation, running back to both sides of Claprick. One receiver out to the right, takes the snap, gives it to the running back, and Dawski is going to fight his way for a couple yards before being pushed back. The Cardinals likes doing that direct snap to Dalski, so that's something the Hilltoppers got to be alert for. Yeah, Dalski, a talented running back coming into the night, has 903 yards on the ground, 13 rushing touchdowns, uh, running it at a, about a seven-yard per carry clip here. Rotor on the stop on that play. Great to see him out here for the Hilltoppers. Left the game hurt last week. Good to see him back out here. Same formation for the the Cardinals, one receiver to the wide, get a direct snap it to the back again, and Dolsky gets a couple more yards before being brought down. It's going to bring up a third and about four. Some nice help there um, from the cornerback, P.J. O'Brien, coming up from his corner spot uh, to join in on the tackle. Marquette's going to really have to group tackle. This is a team that wants to run. Now, they don't have the sort of the big horses, the big offensive linemen up front, uh, especially in the middle like Bayport did last week, but their tackles are big. They like to get behind them and run. Here, bringing up third down and about five. Same formation for the Cardinals. Two backs slightly behind. Clapbrook takes a snap. Going to fake the handoff. Looks to throw. Goes it deep down the field. And it's going to be broken up. Almost intercepted by the Hilltoppers. By number 21, Murphy Monrio. Almost intercepted it. But it's going to bring up fourth down and three from the 12-yard line of the Cardinals. Heck of a play there by Murph Monreal uh, at a safety position. Uh, they had sent on a seam route the outside receiver. O'Brien and Murphy over the top had that covered well, and uh, he was able to t uh, tip it up and uh, break up the pass. Monreal back to receive this punt. Uh, Xander Scanell back to punt the football. The Hilltoppers looking like they're going to come after it as the Cardinals are in a tight formation. They shift two guys out to the right. Uh, Hilltoppers overloaded that side and they get the punt away and it's a low line drive going to cross midfield and take a big Cardinal bounce. Monreal going to pick it up at past the 30 yard line. He's going to cut to his right 
Gets to his the 40, gets to the 45, to the 50, 45, and to the 40 before being ran out of bounds. They're going to give him the 42-yard line. Nice return by Monrio after a uh, punt that took a big cardinal bounce. Huge bounce. It was about 40 yards in the air and rolled for what would have been about a 60-yard punt there. Monrio uh, kept his wits about him picked it up he loves running right on those punt returns so he's able to grab it come across the field to his right to get to that uh, sideline and return it for about a 25 yard gain bringing Marquette to about the 42 yard line of Fond du Lac. And Hoffman out wide to the right Russell out wide left with PRB in the slot Novotny a tailback since PRB in motion takes the snap looks to throw throws it to Russell Russell catches it turns up field and fights his way to about the 34 yard line where he gets pushed out of bounds. Nice catch and run by Cam Russell. Just a quick hitch route going left, about a three-yard hitch, catches the ball. They want to get Russell out into space. He, he catches the ball, run after catch, gets about another five here, second and about two. Russell a little tight, but still out wide to the left. Same formation. Otherwise, Nabotny to the right of McDevitt takes the snap, fakes the handoff, going to keep it under pressure, throws it. Caught by Russell, and he goes down at about the 30-yard line, and that's going to be enough for a first down. Great job by McDevitt to even get that ball away and Russell to go up and get it. Yeah, boy, what an athletic play there by Cam Russell there. Just sort of a delayed route, 1,001, 1,000 go, gets out into the flat. McDevitt, as you said, had heavy pressure in his face, lucky to get the ball away, but brings up a first down. Gave him the 31-yard line, two receivers left, one to the right. McDevitt gets the football, looks to throw, quick throw to Russell again, wide open, and catches it and fights his way to about the 26-yard line, and it's going to be second and short. Same play we saw uh, two plays ago, just a hitch left. They must have seen something. Coach Klastinski, offensive coordinator, uh, Jake Josetti, that they like getting Cam Russell out into space against these defensive backs from Fond du Lac. Uh, they've come to a two out of the last three plays here, bringing up second and five. They're giving Russell a lot of space. I don't know if they want to get not get beat deep, but the receiver is at least 10 yards off of Russell. Two receivers right to the left, takes a snap, gives it to Novotny up the middle, fights his way for a couple before being brought down. They're going to say he got brought down at the 24-yard line, going to bring up second and about three. And Tommy Third and three, correction. Third and three, Tommy getting the ball. Again, last week, heavy workload of Tommy Novotny, 36 carries over 100 yards last week. It's third and three here. Trips out to the right. Takes the snap, looks to throw, throws it to PRB, has some blocking in front of him, makes a man miss and gets tackled at about the 15-yard line. Great blocking by Hoffman and Russell to open that up for PRB, and he gets a first down. Three-man bunch formation to the right. They had Cam Russell uh, out in front blocking as well uh, as Thad Hoffman there. PRB was the man in the back, caught the ball first down. Hoffman out wide to the right, Russell out to his left, takes a snap, gives it to Novotny up to the, starts out left, goes to the right, and fights his way for a couple yards before being brought down. The big tackle, linebackers in the middle, Corbin Hanoran and Rhett Halvaka are the two guys. The Hilltoppers need to get some hats on as those two are the tackling machines for this football team. Two receivers to your left, close formation to your right, Novotny to the left of McDevitt. Going to be second and about eight. McDevitt claps the hands, gets the football, throws it to Russell on the hitch again, and he fights his way through a tackle or gains a couple and gets shoved out of bounds to bring up a third and short. Hitch again to Cam Russell going left the third time. We've seen it. You think 
Uh, Fond du Lac's going to have to make some adjustments. They're going to have to bring uh, that cornerback up closer, or they're just going to keep giving up five, six, seven yards every time they run the hitch play. And that's when Marquette can take advantage and go over the top. They are getting a little tighter on that coverage out to the left. We got two receivers right, one to the left. They send Russell in motion, sends them back. Lines up in an H-back position, fakes the handoff, throws it to Russell, caught, and he is in for a touchdown. McDevitt to, to Cam Russell, eight-yard touchdown reception to put the Hilltoppers up six to nothing with 6.40 to go here in the first quarter. Great play call there by uh, Jake Josetti. They take uh, Cam Russell, they bring him in motion, they sort of send him back to the left side. He then comes back behind the line of scrimmage, runs an arrow route to the right, uh, nobody there to cover him, and he walks it in from about six yards out. Touchdown, Marquette. Schmidt in for the extra point here, trying to put it up 7 to nothing. The hold is down. The kick is away. It is through, and it's 7 nothing Hilltoppers with 6.40 to go here in the first quarter. We'll step away for 30 seconds, and we will see how the Cardinals respond when we come back. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Right now, more than 100,000 children waiting in foster care need our help. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption is focused on finding them safe, permanent homes. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. When you're high, you feel different. But if you feel different, you drive different. So don't drive high. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. All your favorite interviews and best moments live in one place. You know, I'm working in the morning, and I was listening back on the Truth app. Download the new 101.7 The Truth app now. Milwaukee Black Talk. 101.7 The Truth. We are back with more Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 101.7 The Truth. Now back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask in the broadcast booth. Eric Schmidt kicked the ball through the end zone to give it a first and 10 at the 20-yard line for the Cardinals in their second possession of the game. Game about, Gained about seven, six to seven yards on that first drive. We'll see what they do in response here after the Hilltopper touchdown. Marquette brings out their uh, same defense they've been playing all year on the defensive line. Silent G, Pelly Orabani, uh, and nose guard Tate Kowalik, and number 92, Cole Fisher at the other defensive end position. Bryce Roeder, senior captain, and Nate Schramm at middle backers. And we'll get to the rest after this play. Takes the snap, gives it to Dalski up the middle, and he gets brought down quickly. Maybe a gain, no gain. He's close to losing one. Swallowed up there by Tate Kowalik. We had just mentioned him. Got nice penetration into the backfield. Rounding out the starting lineup at outside linebacker, number 22, Mitchell Nigro. And the birthday boy today, number nine, Josh Knacker. Happy birthday, Josh. Celebrating his 18th birthday today, Josh Knacker at the other outside linebacker spot. Murphy Monreal, Ryan Tomlinson at safeties, Nick Womack, and P.J. O'Brien at the cornerback positions. Clap Rick at quarterback in shotgun formation, sends a man in motion. Gets the snap, pitches it to Dalski to the right, and he finds running lane, gets a big gain, and brought down about the 40-yard line. Dalski found a hole and exploded through that to move the chain. A big explosive play there, about a 20-yard gain uh, by Dalski getting into the... Uh, uh, secondary of Marquette. Um, Real comes up and, and assists in the tackle with Tomlinson, but Marquette's going to 
have a lot of problems if Dolsky gets into their secondary on a consistent basis. That up front line's got to start taking over like they have throughout the playoffs. Two receivers to your left. Shotgun formation gives it to Dolsky again, who gets about three yards, four yards before being brought down. Nice tackle there by cornerback uh, P.J. O'Brien. That's the second or third time we've mentioned his name uh, in run stop. So, uh, again, Marquette's got to depend uh, on that front seven to start stopping this run and forcing Fond du Lac out of their comfort zone into the passing game. Same formation as before. Takes the snap. Quarterback going to keep it, and he's going to get stopped for no gain, maybe a yard as he had nowhere to go to bring up a third and four at the 48. Tackled there by 32, Bryce Roeder, as we mentioned. Glad to have him out there. It was a bit touch and go this week with Roeder. I saw him uh, on Monday uh, in the training room, and uh, it was iffy if he was going to get healthy by Friday night, but the kid's tough as nails. I would expect nothing less from the senior captain, Bryce Roeder. Cole Fisher checks out. Luke Fogman checks in. Fogman, correction. Two receivers to the right this time. Takes the snap, gives it to Dolsky up the middle, and he's going to get stopped a yard short of the first down. It's going to bring up fourth and one, and the Cardinals are keeping the offense on the field right now. Silent G on that one, 97, Pelly Orbani, group of Marquette tacklers here. That's the kind of intensity uh, we've come to expect out of the Hilltoppers. They're going to have to keep that up. Looks like Fondelec's going to go for it here on about fourth and a yard and a half. Rex still in the game. Meyer checks in the game. Rotor checked out along with Lee. And we're going to have a jumbo formation uh, with Johnson in the backfield with Dolsky. And we're going to have, it looks like a timeout. Timeout for the Cardinals. And they have to think about it here. And why they take a timeout, we are going to thank tonight's broadcast booth sponsor, C.G. Schmidt. A proud Marquette University High School supporter, C.G. Schmidt is your trusted building partner for over 100 years. Learn more at cgschmidt.com. Fourth and two at the Hilltopper 49-yard line. We got 7-0 Hilltopper lead, 3.58 to go here in this opening quarter. And we'll see what the Cardinals try to do here They've tried to throw the ball once. It was incomplete. They've been on the ground ever since. And we'll see if they give it to Dolsky or the quarterback, Connor Klaprick, keeps the football on a dive. Both, both similar size and both been very productive. Both near 1,000 yards on the season rushing. Both about the same size. Six foot, 200 pounds. Let's see where they go here. Takes the snap. Going to give it to Dolsky. He trips and falls, and he is not going to get it. He is short. We'll see if the officials agree, but it looks like he's a yard short. And yes, he is. He is a yard short, and the Hilltoppers take over the football at the 48-yard line at first and 10. That's sort of the problem. Sometimes when it's fourth and shorter on the goal line, you don't want to get in the shotgun. You put yourself five yards behind the line of scrimmage. What happened there is on the slick turf, he slipped, lost his footing, uh, was barely un- was barely touched uh, and fell down about mm, a yard, half a yard short of the line of scrimmage for Hoff- the first down. Hoffman and PRB in the, to the right. Russell by himself to the left. Takes a snap. McDevitt looking to throw. Has plenty of time. Still plenty of time. He's going to run it, and he's going to get pushed out of bounds after a gain of about two. It's going to be second and eight for the Hilltoppers. 
Nice coverage there by the Cardinals making McDevitt run to get to the uh, offense here. Jack, or sorry, Jake Hart at left tackle. Gabe Miller at left guard. Matthew Fessler at center. Trips to your right, one uh, to your left, one receiver to your right, takes a snap, pitches it to the botany to the left, ha- cuts it back inside, and he's going to get brought down and tackled by Corbin Hanneran after a short gain. It's going to be third and about six yards there. Finishing up the starting offense at right guard, Andrew Reichlin at right tackle, Charlie Ingrisano, tight end Jude Ballinger. We mentioned both receivers, Cam Russell, Thad Hoffman, Peter McDevitt at quarterback, and Tommy Novotny, as well as PRB, Peyton Roby-Brown at the running back position. Russell out wide left with PRB in the slot, sends Novotny in motion, looks to throw, has time, throws it to Hoffman, caught, and Hoffman runs it to about the 35-yard line, and that's enough for a hilltopper first down. Great route running there by Thad Hoffman, the old stop at 10, basically run a, a deeper uh, hook route or deeper, deeper curl route uh, on the right side there. Great concentration. The ball's slippery, as we saw in that last uh, play by Fond du Lac. Hoffman made a nice catch there to get the first down. They move PRB to the slot to the right. Hoffman out wide to the right, sends PRB in motion, takes the snap, gives it to Novotny to his right, finds the hole, and he is just inches away from breaking it. But the linebacker, Rhett Havaka, grabs him by the ankle, and he gets tackled after about an eight-yard gain. Yeah, they took PRB, put him in motion across the formation. It froze the linebackers just that half second to give Tommy time uh, to rush for about an eight-yard gain there. PRB in the slot to the left this time. Novotny to the right of McDevitt. McDevitt looks over the defense, claps his hands, gets the football, gives it to Novotny, and he gets enough for the first down. And then Stom fights his way. He is in. Touchdown. Tommy Novotny, 26-yard touchdown run on second and two to put the Hilltoppers up 13 to nothing. Touchdown, Tommy. That's why we've been calling him that all year. Essentially just a simple zone play off the right. We talked about the cutback. That's where he's been looking. There must have been something they've seen on film. Uh, that cutback is there. It was there on that play. Cutback uh, going left, cut through the A-gap, right uh, to Pater. Schmidt in for the extra point. McDevitt in on the hold. The snap is it. The hold is down, and the kick is good. 2.15 to go here in the first quarter, and it's Hilltoppers 14, Fond du Lac nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. This is correction. We're going to leave it here and say thank you to Gruber Law Offices for being the presenting sponsor of high school sports on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. The Gruber Law Offices has been serving our community for over 35 years and they are proud to be a part of the city of Milwaukee. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident, call the winning team at Gruber Law Offices and they will take care of you. They are there to help you 24-7 and has been serving Wisconsin for over 35 years. Make one call, that's all, at 414-276-6666 or visit gruber-law.com. Eric Schmidt in to kick off again. The last one went through the end zone. He's at the far left hash at the 40-yard line. Runs up to the football. Kick is away, and it's going to be another touchback and the Cardinals will be once again taking over at their own 20-yard line. All season long, we've seen Eric 
Schmidt uh, kicking from the right hash on kickoffs today. They must have seen something with the Fond du Lac uh, special teams, the kickoff return unit. He switched over. He's kicking off from the left hash. Hasn't really mattered at this point. He's put all the kicks through the end zone. Uh, but uh, something that they've seen, I think, uh, on film this week, whether it be the returner or some sort of uh, return uh, play that Fond du Lac has, they've switched things up a bit on the special teams unit. The flags are not blowing at all here tonight. No wind other than the rain coming down. It's a great night for football outside of that rain. About 50-something degrees currently. One receiver out to your right. Snap to Dosky. Dosky finds the lane and gets about, they're going to give him about three yards, maybe four, before being brought down. And Murphy Monreal putting his uh, uh, footprint on the game already early here in the first quarter. That's about his fourth tackle. He's come up nicely uh, for some tackles uh, on the running back. He made a nice play uh, on a pass play. Uh, he last year was uh, in the running for All-State, and I certainly think that he should be again this year. Injury timeout for the Cardinals, and that is Dalski, who is down on the ground. Uh, hopefully he is all right. Um, it is time to join the Buckle Up, Bone Down movement. The Wisconsin Department of Transportation challenges all Wisconsin drivers to put safety first by taking the two most important actions to prevent or survive a crash. Use your seatbelt on every trip and put down the phone when driving. Buckle up and phone down on every trip, every time. Dosky looked like he left the field on his own power, but he'll be out for at least this play. It's going to be a second and seven with a minute 59 to go in the first quarter. The Hilltoppers up 14 to nothing. Not sure who is in at running back right now for the Cardinals, but Connor Joseph in the backfield along with Claprick and the new back goes to throw it deep down the field and it's incomplete but a flag is thrown and it's going to be a pass interference which I'm not sure about I don't like that call so it was PJ O'Brien matched up on the receiver there and it was just a fly pattern down the right sideline there was some hand play uh, hand fighting as they were running that fly pattern I didn't see any contact with the body uh, other than that uh, hand fighting there which you know, happens all the time on, on those deep pass patterns there. So if he call, they're going to give that one to Fond du Lac. Uh, the back judge is the one that throws the flag. Uh, he's got a better angle we do. But like I said, I'm not sure what I thought about that. Kevin Mullins, the intended receiver, he's out wide to the left. With Connor Johnson in the slot, takes the snap, gives, keeps it, and he goes up the middle and gets hit hard after about four yards. And it's going to bring up a second and about six. If Dalski stays out of the game, I'd look for them to start running it with their quarterback, uh, Connor Klaprick. He six foot, 190 pounds. He has almost 1,200 yards rushing uh, to go with over 1,000 yards passing on the season. 14 yards passing, 14 yards rushing. He's a great offensive weapon if, if Dalski happens to be out of the game for an extended period of time. So many me touchdowns that are rushing there. <laughs> Two receivers out to your left. Pistol formation. Uh, for Clapper takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looks to throw, has to scramble, throws it deep down the field, and it's going to be flagged oh. down for pass interference. That one, that one might go on the offense there. Murphy Monreal is in perfect position. The receiver came over his back to make the play. Let's see how they call it. It's going to be on the Hilltoppers. That, that, to me, seems more of a gift than the last one was. 
think the uh, you can hear the Marquette fan base in front of us agreeing with that. Well, that's going to move them past midfield, the deepest beyond midfield they've been tonight so far. Going to bring them to the 46-yard line of the Hilltoppers. 52 seconds to go here in this first quarter. It's going to be first and 10, and it looks like Mason Hensel is in at the running back position, a sophomore running back for the Cardinals. Sends a man in motion across the formation, gives it to Mullins on the end around, and Mullins gets pushed out of bounds after a short gain. Going to bring up second down. Yeah, Calvin Mullins there, the uh, senior wide receiver, comes in motion from uh, the left wide receiver spot all the way across formation. They flip it to him. Uh, he tries to get around on the jet sweep around the uh, right end, gets about two or three yards there before the Hilltoppers collapse the play. Have the ball at the 43-yard line. 46 seconds to go here in the first quarter. They will have to run another play as the clock is stopped since he was out of bounds. One receiver right, one to the left. Sends Mullins in motion again. Gives it, keeps it this time, and he's going to get a couple-yard gain. It's going to be a third and about three, maybe two, for the Cardinals. Same formation there, same play, actually, except for this time they fake it uh, to Mullins, quarterback. Uh, Klaprick keeps it up the middle for about a gain of five, bringing gonna, up third and three. Going to be third and three, 25 seconds to go here in the first quarter. We'll see if they run another play. They don't have to. But we'll see if they do after a couple of appearances. They kind of have the Hilltoppers on their heels a little bit. See if they can convert this third and seven and take a third and three and take it in the second quarter. Same formation as before. Five seconds to go. Sends a man in motion. There takes a snap, gives it to Dawski, and Dawski is going to be close to the first down. And it's going to be either fourth and one or first and ten, depending on the spot. But that will bring us to the end of the first quarter. After one, it's Hilltoppers 14, Fond du Lac Cardinals nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds for quarter number two. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Looking for a place to meet up before or after the game? Less Lucky Town of Wauwatosa is the place to be. A community gathering place for almost 30 years. Less is also the perfect spot to grab a bite to eat and watch the game. Less is a proud supporter of Marquette High School Athletics. Check out their latest menu features and upcoming events at less.com. Less Lucky Town, 7208 State Street in Wauwatosa. Visit less.com. We are back with more Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now back to Evan witt Tallison and Joe Damask in the broadcast booth. We're back in the second quarter, fourth and one snap, and it's going to be close. Leg is down, though, as I think we might have had some help with trying to push him over the line. Saw that happen last week, too, but we'll see exactly what it was. You can't help the quarterback on a sneak, and I think that might have been what we had. Yeah, Marquette learned that lesson. This is not the Philadelphia Eagles. You can't do that at the high school level. So Marquette was flagged Correct. last week. Here, they're calling the same thing this time yep. against Fond du Lac. Can assist the runner like that, and we back it up, and it's going to be fourth down once again, and Kimberly and Nina, after one, tied at zero. 
the winner of this game gets the winner of that game in a yet-to-be-determined location, but there's a good chance it'll likely be Oshkosh. Bringing up fourth and six here now after the penalty. You'd think it would put Fond du Lac in a passing situation here. They're certainly going to go for it at Marquette's 42-yard line. I'd expect some heavy pressure here. Why don't we bring Mitchell Nigro off the edge? And we're going to have a timeout for the Cardinals. Cardinals taking a timeout, not liking something they're seeing on this defense. I mean, sorry, this uh, Marquette defense. I was looking at my phone. I had Kimberly up there. I should probably not when I'm beginning my live reads. But with that said, when you're faced with a challenge, how you respond determines the real winners. Rural Mutual believes there's something more important than just winning or losing a game. They believe that the team, school, and fans who support their athletes with dignity and class are the true champions. Rural Mutual is the proud sponsor of the WIAA Rural Mutual Insurance Sportsmanship Award since it started in 1965. From football, volleyball, soccer to tennis, the award recognizes more than sportsmanship. It recognizes that sportsmanship matters in your community as well. Visit RuralMutual.com slash WIAA and see how our team and your community can work together to be the true champions. Empty backfield for the quarterback. We have three receivers left, two to the right. Look for the run, though, by Claprick. He is under pressure. Nigro has him, gets away from Nigro. He's going to go back to his right and get pushed out of bounds short of the first down by about three or four yards, and that's going to be a Marquette Hilltopper first down. Great call there by defensive coordinator James Becker. They do you bring... You caught it, though, too. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, they take Nigro. They fold him on the inside. They bring him from his outside D-gap. They bring him inside, blitz him through the B-gap right into the face of uh, Claprick. Uh, flushes him out of the pocket. He had him uh, by the shirt. Was able to break free, but the other Hilltoppers came up nicely as he tried to scramble and stopped him. Marquette football. Are they tapped into our system here? <laughs> Because you call that exactly what you thought they want, they should do. Well, I've been around these guys for four years, so I'm Mitchell only three, but uh, you know what they're, you know what they're going to do when they need it. Three receivers to the right, trips formation up, bunch takes the snap, gives it to the bot, and he goes off to his right, up the middle, gets to the 45, and fights his way to the 46-yard line, and a nice carry there by Tommy Novotny. Again, they're they're getting their action. They're moving left, but then they're cutting back right. That's what they did again here, again for a seven-yard gain by Tommy Novotny. Novotny in motion, started out in the slot this time. Going to be a reverse to Roby Brown. Gets to the Lockers. 50, to the 40, to the 30, and pushed out of bounds. Actually, about the 32-yard line they're going to give him. Peyton Roby Brown on the end around. Great run by PRB. Yeah, and that all started off with the ball fake going right to Novotny. They bring PRB back across formation, coming left, and once he gets the edge, he's got pure speed, gain of 35. Two receivers to your right, one to your left. Novotny to the right of McDevitt, claps the hands, gives it to Novotny, who goes off to his right and gets about two, one yard before being brought down. Nice play there by number five, Jeremiah McGee, the linebacker. For Fond du Lac, just right up in Tommy's face, nowhere for him to run. Uh, stopped him for no gain. And Corbin Hanrahan and Red Helvaca are two linebackers that are all over the place for the Cardinals. Two receivers to your right, close formation to your left, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, throwing to his right, throws it to Hoffman. Hoffman makes a man miss, puts it back inside, outside, 
fights his way, breaks the tackle, and he is brought down at the nine yard line. Thad Hoffman was not going to be denied of that first down, and then he got a few more on top of it. What moves by the senior there, Thad Hoffman, just catches about a five yard comeback, makes three separate Cardinals miss, gets the first down, almost a touchdown. Flip the formation, Hoffman in the slot to the left with Russell out wide, takes the snap, throws it to Russell again on that hitch, and he fights his way down to about the goal line, going to bring up second and goal inside the one-yard line. They're coming right to the line here. I'll let you go, Evan. <laughs> They're going to flip the formation. Russell in the slot to the right with Hoffman out wide to the right. Novotny in the back, takes a snap, fakes the handoff under pressure, going to keep it, and McDevitt fights his way into the end zone for a touchdown. Touchdown Hilltoppers, 20-0 Hilltoppers after that run by Peter McDevitt. And all the Cardinals bid on the run fake there to Novotny, but one, uh, they all tackled Tommy. McDevitt kept the ball. There was one defender he had to beat, and he just ran him over for his fifth rushing touchdown of the year. Touchdown, Peter McDevitt. Schmidt in for his third extra point of the game, trying to put him up 21 to nothing. The hold is down. The kick is away, and it is good. And that's to the other side of the track here, close to the fence. It is 21-0 Hilltoppers with 9.49 to go here in the second quarter. We'll step away for 30 seconds. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. At Annex Wealth Management, we believe every portfolio tells a story. After all, we've analyzed thousands. Some reflect diligence and fortitude. Others, a mishmash of overlapping investments. When Annex reviews your portfolio, we spot what works, what might not, and then provide unbiased suggestions free from sales commissions. Every portfolio tells a story. Let's work on yours. Investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning. As a fee-only fiduciary, that's our story. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Nothing like Friday Night Lights on the Gridiron. You are listening to Marquette Hilltoppers Football, presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Live from the broadcast booth, here is Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask. Eric Schmidt kicking it from the left hash this time at the 40, kicks it through the end zone. Another touchback. It's going to be first and 10 Cardinals at the 20. Other Division One action. Franklin and Muskego tied up at 7 in the second quarter. And a special treat up in the booth for us tonight, uh, Hall of Fame football coach uh, and my defensive coach when I played, Terry Kelly up in the booth doing the announcing at the uh, game tonight. So a special treat to see uh, Coach Kelly here in the booth tonight uh, in for another legend, Pat Foran, uh, wishing uh, Pat a speedy return to health. A little under the weather here tonight. One receiver left, one to the right. Dawski to the right of the quarterback sends a man in motion. Fumble! Quarterback just falls on it, and he's going to have a big loss. It's going to be second down, and they're going to mark him down at the 10. It's going to be second and 20 for the Cardinals. And it looks like... Uh Klaprick just sort of looked away for a split second when the ball was snapped. He was sort of looking at his receivers, seeing where he was going to go with it. Uh, you got to keep focus. You got to keep your, especially in uh, wet weather like this, you got to keep focused on that snap. Here, Tate Kowalik was able to get into the backfield and covered him up. 
The Cardinals come out of the huddle. Claprick at quarterback with Dolsky to his uh, to his right, sends a man in motion. Going to give it to Dolsky, and Dolsky fights his way and gets to about the 15-yard line, gained five of that back to bring up a third and 15. You can see why Dolsky's averaging seven yards of carry here. Once he gets his shoulder pad low, he can really drive a pile here. Uh, he's uh, been running on a number of occasions, though I've noticed sort of standing up, not getting those shoulders uh, underneath the pads of the Marquette defense here. There he was. Uh, and picked up a nice gain, uh, but because of the sack, it's still about third and 14. 8.30 to go here in the first half, 21 nothing Hilltopper. Gonna have a receiver out to your left, twins to your right, empty backfield, and Dolsky, they're gonna move him back more in a slot position closer to the offensive line, takes the snap, looking to throw, throws it deep down the field, almost intercepted by Womack, read it perfectly, and went through his hands and fell incomplete. Yeah, I, I was kidding around with Womack uh, before the game last week, uh, telling him he's gonna have an interception there around the 35 yard line, while well, he almost, uh, Made that come true about a week late there. He was in perfect position, jumped up uh, just outside of his reach. He got both hands on it and tipped it. Uh, great play there by the senior cornerback, Nick Womack. Canal in the punt for the Cardinals. Monreal back deep. Just on the other side of the 50, about the 47, 46-yard line, waiting for it. And we're going to have a flag as I, it's going to be too many men on the field one direction. I'm not sure which way. And it's going to be legal substitution on the Cardinals. Back it up. And Scannell will be punting from inside his own end zone, standing about where the soccer goal would be if we had a soccer uh, net in that end zone. And Monreal's back at about the 50-yard uh, line here. Let's see if he can uh, make a nice return here. Let's see if he goes right. Hilltoppers look like they're coming after it. They do. Gets the punt away, a low punt, going to bounce at the 30 and going to get picked up by Monreal at the 45 and he's going to go up the field after dancing a little bit and get tackled out of bounds at the 35-yard line. It's going to be first and 10 Hilltoppers with once again great field position following a Monreal punt. Yeah, Monreal there, sort of in no man's land. It took a tricky hop. He was sort of pinned against the left sideline, but able to field it cleanly, uh, scramble and get what he can't, what he could there. About a 10-yard oh, return, bringing you to the 35-yard uh, line of Fond du Lac. Empty backfield for McDevitt. Three receivers out to your right, to your left. Novotny in the slot to the left with Cam Russell out wide to your left. McDevitt claps the hands, gets the football, going to keep it, going to go off to his left and cut it back inside to the right, and he gets inside the 30 to about the 28-yard line to bring up second and short. Nice combo block there by uh, guard Gabe Miller and center Matthew Fessler, design quarterback keep going left. Uh, McDevitt's getting rid of the hand warmer here. He means business. Two receivers to your right, one to your left. Novotny to the right of McDevitt. McDevitt looking over the defense. Claps the hands, gets the football, goes to throw, throws it to Hoffman on that hitch, makes a man miss, and fights his way inside the 20-yard line. Going to mark him down at the 20. It's going to be first and 10 Hilltoppers from the 20. It's always so great to see these seniors uh, that have worked so hard, the chemistry that Hoffman and McDevitt have 
out here on the football field. And once the season's over, they'll have it on the basketball. They're both basketball players for the uh, for the Marquette Hilltop. Trips to your left, one receiver to your right. McDevitt takes the snap, pitches it to Novotny, off to his left, gets to the 20, the 15, the 10, makes wow. a man miss, makes another man miss, and he gets brought down inside the five. They're going to give him the three as he's doing. I was talking to a guy up here earlier about Reggie Bush, and that was what Novotny basically did there, the Reggie Bush move. <laughs> Just a jump cut and, and essentially hurdled the defender here, giving Marquette a first and goal at the three. Russell on the slot to your right with Hoffman out wide, takes the snap, gives it to Novotny. Novotny up the middle, touchdown. Tommy Novotny from the three puts the Hilltoppers up 27 to nothing with 6.57 to go here in this second quarter. The play before leading up to that, again, he showed his speed, his athleticism, as you mentioned, that Reggie Bush-type play. But, uh, you know, when they test these guys, these athletes for their, their jumping and their running, all that came into play there for Tommy there, and then he just bowled his way into the end zone for his 25th rushing touchdown of the year. Schmidt in for the extra point once again. The hold is down. The kick is away, and it is good with six, six, 57 to go here in the half. It is Hilltoppers 28, Fond du Lac Cardinals nothing. And we're going to take this time to thank the dairy farmers of Wisconsin. Milk has been a build, building champion for centuries. Why? Research showed that real milk builds pregame muscle and low-fat chocolate milk restores post-game muscle for athletes like few other beverages. That's why pro sport athletes know they're going to need milk to fuel their performance. Learn their inspiring stories at goingtoneedmilk.com brought to you by the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Eric Schmidt in to kick it off once again. We're going to see if his legs are getting a little tired here. This is his fourth kickoff of this football game runs up to the football the kick is away and no it's not that's going to be uh, they're going to say touchback touchback for eric schmidt once again it was it looked like it was close to going out of bounds but the uh the white hat and the line judge look at each other communicate and say nope that was in the end zone that's a touchback good communication there by the officials we look out over the marquette crowd you hear the chance of tommy tommy after that last touchdown here but Marquette sideline, despite the rainy weather and the in the high 40s here, the sideline's packed. I, honestly, I don't know um, if I've seen it this packed uh, this season, but uh, the, the fans are out and uh, Marquette's putting on a show. 28 nothing with about seven minutes left here in the first half. And tip your hat to the Fond du Lac fans as well. The other side of the field is pretty good for a uh, trip down from Fond du Lac. Going to have receiver to the right, to the left. Sends uh, Johnson in motion. The ball's on the ground again, and Clapperich jumps on it. Looked like he wanted to give it to Johnson on the jet sweep, but Johnson didn't want the football, and the ball goes to the ground, and it's going to be a loss of a few, and it's going to bring up second and about 12 or 13. You can see some of the frustration uh, on the Fond du Lac offense there. There they brought, as you mentioned, Connor Johnson across the formation. Was he going to give him the ball? Was he going to keep it and run up the middle there? That indecision caused the fumble. Same formation as before. Johnson and Mullins out wide each way. They send receiver in motion. Going to give it to the back. Dawski, and he gets a yard or two and gets brought down by a host of Hilltoppers. 
and that's going to be a third and about 11. Great job there by Josh Knacker, left outside linebacker position, setting the edge. We've talked about what that means, but basically you don't want to let anybody outside of you, and he did that job there. He had first contact with him, forcing him to cut back, and then Ryan Tomlinson coming up from his free safety position to uh, finish the job. Great team defense by Marquette, third and 11. After one, uh, Sussex Hamilton up 7-0 over Verona. Two receivers out to your left. Shotgun formation for Klaprick. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looks to throw under pressure, and he goes down. Kate Kowalik in on that sack, and it's going to be fourth down, and the Cardinals are going to have to punt once again. Great effort there by Tate Kowalik. Again, the senior nose guard. He got the first to make contact with him, was able to wrestle him to the ground bringing up a fourth and about 12 yards and forcing Fond du Lac's punting unit onto the field. Kimberly up 7-0 over Nina, the most recent score that we have. Monreal about the 44-yard line of the Hilltoppers waiting for this. The Cardinals had to run a man off, then run a man back on as they uh, were short a man. Scannell back to punt the football, standing about his nine yards on. They shift two guys to the right. Hilltoppers looking like they're going to come after it again off the left side of the defense. Drops it and kicks it away, and it's going to be fielded by Monreal at the 49. Going to go to his right, cuts it upfield, gets to the 40, and he's going to get brought. Nope, never mind. He's still going, and now he's going to get brought down inside the 35-yard line. They're going to give him the 33-yard line. It's going to be first and 10. Hilltoppers once again inside Cardinal territory. Boy, Murph Monreal is just such a scrappy player. Uh, fielded the ball after a, a bad snap by the Fond du Lac uh, long snapper here. There was no pressure uh, for Marquette allowing him to pick it up. Get a decent punt off, but uh, Murphy made a nice catch. Again, running to his right, then cut back, coming back to his left for a nice game. Empty backfield for the Hilltoppers. Two, three receivers right to the left. McDevitt claps the hands, gets the football, looks to throw, has time, throws it deep down the field into the Got end him. zone for Russell. Did he get it? Yes, Cam Russell, 33-yard touchdown reception by McDevitt, but we have a flag. It's going to come back for a hold. Oh, that's too bad. It was a beautifully designed play uh, on the left hash mark, uh, slightly outside of that between the hash and the numbers. Uh, Cam Russell just runs a post pattern, splits between the corner and the safety, perfectly thrown by McDevitt. Uh, heartbreaking here for Marquette that that's coming back on a hold. Charlie Ingrisano uh, looks like up here the responsible party for that hold. Nope, illegal man downfield on the Hilltoppers. And it's going to be replay first down. And, oh, that was a nice catch by Russell. I'm sure they're going to go to that one again at some point tonight. Yeah, and sometime in those shorter run play option type of things, you, you know why the linemen are getting downfield here. Really on a deeper pass like that, there's no excuse. Uh, linemen are taught from day one, don't go downfield on a pass. They're a tough break for Marquette. Two receivers right, sends Hoffman in motion, takes the snap. Ball's on the ground, and McDevitt just jumps on it, try to get a little cute there, and drops it, and it's going to be second and about 20. Almost That's the direction you want to go in. Right, almost a, a replay of what we saw on the other side of the ball with Fond du Lac when they put the guy in motion, a little bit of indecision. Was McDevitt going to give it to Hoffman on the uh, reverse or not there, and it ended up on the ground. Yeah, I wonder on that pass play if there's a receiver cover that went downfield. 
I didn't see any linemen downfield. They're going to give it to Navani. Navani finds a hole, goes up the middle, gets his way inside, and back to the original line of scrimmage to bring up third and ten. But, like, I didn't see any offensive linemen downfield. The only thing I could figure, the linesmen on the far side through the flag. I wonder if one of the receivers on that side was covered and ran around. One receiver left, one to your right. McDevitt in the shotgun, sends Novotny in motion, takes the snap, and we have a flag down. The second down play, Marquette made up about half the distance of that 20-yard there on a nice lead to uh, Tommy Novotny. Here we've got a false start on Marquette. False start on Marquette, thrown by the umpire. So it's likely on the center or the guard. I don't know if it was a... The way he, uh, uh, maybe he double uh, pumped the football, I don't know. But it's going to be third and 14, 28 nothing Hilltopper. 3.23 here to go in the second half. We're going to have trips to your right, two receivers to your left. Now make sure we're lined up properly so nobody's illegally downfield, please. McDevitt in the shotgun formation, looks over the defense. Claps the hands, gets the football, looks to throw, has plenty of time, throws it to Bobby Brown, and he drops it, and that's going to bring up a fourth down from about the 37-yard line. And we'll see what the Hilltoppers do here. Do they go for it, or do they send Schmidt in? But right now the offense is staying out there. The uncharacteristic there of uh, Peyton Roby Brown. Uh, he wouldn't have got the first down even had he caught it. He was uh, well covered there, but it would have been a, a much shorter distance. It would have brought up about fourth and seven here. It's about fourth and uh, 14. Maybe you go for the field goal if you go get those yards. But anyway, we have two receivers Just try to, to your left. Him off probably here. Takes the snap, looks to throw, plenty of time. Throws it down the middle of the field, caught. Russell gets to the 20, fights his way. He's going to be close, and they're going to give him the 20 and he's going to have the first down. Boy, let me tell you, these receivers tonight for Marquette are just showing how there's no quitting them. They, they're, a lot of their yards, other than that post pattern for the touchdown that was called back, have come yards after the catch here. Great plays here by the Hilltopper Twins receivers. each direction, sends PRB in motion, pitches it to him on the jet sweep action, cuts it inside, makes get, took a hit but stayed off and gained about nine. That's going to be a nine-yard pass play by McDevitt, and the Hilltoppers are getting to the line of scrimmage. PRB coming to the sidelines, and Will Grellinger checking into the game. Has been pretty active as a receiver lately for the Hilltop. PRB seems fine. Took a big hit there uh, from number 28, Connor Gudex from Fond du Lac. Took a big shot after his eight-yard gain. Uh, looks like he'll be all right, though. One receiver left, one to your right. Navani to the left of McDevitt. Navani claps his, McDevitt claps his hands, throws it to Russell on the hitch again, and Russell gets inside the 10, going to have enough for a first down. They're going to give him the seven, and that's going to be first and goal Hilltopper, 156 to go here in this half, and the Hilltopper's up 28 to nothing. Cardinals tightening up on that coverage there with their cornerbacks. They moved them up, kind of tired of uh, Cam Russell just getting those four-yard hitches and turning them into nine-yard gains there, but you see what happens if they, if they bring those guys up too much. He'll go deep and run post or a fly behind him again. One receiver right is Hoffman. Cam Russell out wide to your left. Devontae, slight left of McDevitt, takes a snap, throws it to Hoffman in the corner of the end zone, and they're going to give it to him. Touchdown, Sam Hoffman. Seven-yard touchdown pass from McDevitt 
puts the Hilltoppers up 34 to nothing over the Fond du Lac Cardinals. Absolutely perfect fade pattern there ran by Hoffman. You can see that those guys have probably thrown that in practice a thousand times over the last four years here. Here, level three of the playoffs, now's the time to shine. Just a perfect pass, great catch by Hoffman. Touchdown Marquette, 34-0. Schmidt in for the extra point. The hold is down. The kick is away, and it is good. We're going to leave it here. Hilltoppers up 35-0. Minute 22 here to go before halftime. Verona's defense just came up big. Tip to pass on fourth and six to turnover on down to take over. Hamilton clinging to a 7-0 lead, courtesy of Sean Davis, who's at that one. Darlington up 21-14 over Lancaster at halftime. Kiwani up 17-0 over Fond du Lac Springs in the D6 level. Kakano leads Cedarburg 21-7, courtesy of the score, Wisconsin. Trying to find out the other Division I actions here. Uh, Franklin and Muskego still tied at 7 at halftime. Schmidt kicks the ball. It's a high kick going into the end zone. Going to be another touchback for the Hilltoppers. It's going to be first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. And trying to find a Kimberly score. Eric Schmidt putting on a show there. That one uh, bounced once in the end zone, jumped up, and, and bounced off the crossbar there. So Marquette's got about a minute and 22 seconds here to stop. Uh, Fond du Lac here, try to keep the shutout here before halftime. Minute 22, Fond du Lac's got only one timeout left. Going to be trips to your right, two receivers to your left. Takes the snap, quick to pass the receiver, and he turns up field and gets pushed out of bounds after about a gain of eight. That was Johnson on that catch, and... About 13 minutes ago, Maker Football posted their up 7-0 late in that second quarter. Just a bubble screen there to Connor Johnson uh, to the trip side of the formation here. They line up that same way. Actually, they put nobody in the backfield here, so five wide. Same formation for the Cardinals. The ball is snapped. Claprick throws it, and it gets caught about the 40 by Dowski, and he gets brought down after fighting his way through one tackler. And we're going to have uh, first and 10 at the 39, uh, ball's get, the clock's going to keep moving, though. Sorry, the 41, and the clock's going to keep moving. And we're under 33 seconds to go here in the half. Ball snaps. Under pressure immediately, looks to throw. Throws it to the sideline to Johnson, and he gets pushed out of bounds by Womack to stop the clock. Marquette here in its nickel defense. They bring Malik Lee in. Five uh, defensive backs here. Uh, Nice pressure there by Evan Meyer off the left edge. Fond du Lac here will call their last timeout of the first half. Fond du Lac calls their last timeout. Under 20 seconds to go here in the half. They're going to have second and five from their own 45-yard line. And I believe I just heard it was 7-7, Kimberly and Nina, my press box here. The winner of that Kimberly and Nina game will play the winner of this game here tonight at Hart Park between between Marquette and Fond du Lac. Fond du Lac winning 35 to nothing here going into the, going into uh, with 19 seconds left before we go into halftime. We'll see if Marquette can get a stop here 
to keep them shut out in this first half. The Cardinals get the football to start the second half as they deferred. We're going to have three receivers to the right, to the ear left. Quarterback in the shotgun takes the snap, looks to throw, throws it deep down the field into triple coverage. And Malik Lee knocks it into O'Brien's hands. O'Brien intercepts it, and he's, he's going off room. to his right, has room, fights his way, and ball pops out, gets picked off by another hilltopper, and it gets ran out of bounds. And that's going to take us to halftime off that interception by O'Brien. After one half of football, it's Hilltopper 35, Fond du Lac nothing. After this commercial break, you're going to hear from uh, interview Kyle speaking to John Lococo, the vocation director for the Archdiocese of Milwaukee. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Hi, I'm Mike Jerkin, founder of Magic Productions. We're a sound video and lighting production company based here in Milwaukee. Our creative team will help you take your event to the next level. Magic has become a go-to option for concerts, fundraisers, and corporate events around Milwaukee and the country. As a proud Marquette High alum, I'm thrilled to have Magic Productions sponsor Marquette Hilltoppers Football. Learn more how we can bring creativity, passion, professionalism, and expertise to your next event. Please visit magicpro.com. That's M-A-J-I-C-P-R-O.com. Hi, this is Rick Schmidt, CEO of C.G. Schmidt. For over 100 years, our family company has been creating exceptional facilities that improve the lives of others. We provide professional construction management services and have a passion for building and improving our communities here in Milwaukee and throughout the state. We are honored to be a longtime builder and supporter of Marquette University High School and are proud to sponsor Hilltoppers Football. Learn more about us and our construction services at cgschmidt.com. Good luck to the Hilltoppers from C.G. Schmidt. Capital Insurance Agency in Brookfield is an independent, local, family-owned insurance broker that has been helping families and small businesses for 47 years. Capital Insurance's long-term customers are proof of their commitment to building relationships that last and are just not a transaction. The team at Capital Insurance takes pride in protecting you, your family, and your business. Contact Joe Sladke, a Marquette High Class of 2009 graduate, as he and the staff at Capital Insurance are ready to assist you. Learn more at CapitalInsuranceWI.com. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the WIAA and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. You're listening to the new 1017 The Truth, founded in partnership with Associated Bank. Your money works here. 1017 FM, 1510 AM, WGKB Waukesha, and W269DL Milwaukee, a locally owned Good Karma brand station. 
It is halftime of Marquette Hilltoppers football, presented by Gruber Law Offices. Hello and welcome into the Marquette University High School football halftime show here on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. We have had great playoff football for you during the first half as the Hilltoppers take on the Fond du Lac Cardinals. And now for the halftime show, I am excited to be joined by a Marquette alum and also someone who played football and did weightlifting and did track and field at Marquette University High School, and that is Father John Lococo, who is the vocation director for the Archdiocese of Milwaukee. Thanks for joining us here today, Father John, and how are you doing today? I'm great. Great to be with you. Excellent. Excellent. And so I just want to jump right into it because I believe you have a unique journey and story that you can tell and just talk about Marquette. And so just from the jump, can you just talk about your journey to becoming the director, vocational director of the Archdiocese from being a graduate of Marquette High to getting here today? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. My, uh, my father, my uncle, both are alums of the school and I have three older brothers who attended as well. So I was very eager to be a Marquette High Hilltopper. And I was really happy to sort of not only attend the school, but participate in all the great things that it offers its sports and retreats and different opportunities. So after I graduated, I actually went to the University of St. Thomas and I continued my football career up there and I was studying finance. And uh, also I was learning to pray, I think, a little bit more seriously. Uh, About halfway through college, I made a discernment to enter into formation to be a priest for the Archdiocese of Milwaukee. So I transferred down to Loyola in Chicago and I studied there for a couple of years. And then I studied in Rome for five years, did my theology studies there, and I was ordained a priest for the Archdiocese of Milwaukee in 2018. So right now I'm serving as vocation director, so I live at a parish in Shorewood, and I basically drive all over southeastern Wisconsin, hosting events, offering masses, helping out on retreats, and really trying to walk with young men who are trying to be open to the Lord's will, His invitation for so many of them, to either serve Him as good husband and father, as a priest ordained for them. And so um, a part of that work is involvement with the high schools. And there's nothing I love more than getting back to my alma mater, going back to Market High School, and especially sort of just kind of hanging on the fence, watching some good football games, or just going to any other sporting event. It's a great opportunity to interact with the young men that are there today. What I love about Marquette is the experience that all the students, all the alumni have is about being taught about being men for all and and thinking about others and giving back is something that I feel like it just comes through you and many of the young men that I know as well. And there was something that we talked about is you giving back. Can you talk a little about the March for Life and why it's important for you to bring students along with you to actually stand up for something they believe in? Yeah. You know, when I was a student at Market High, my older brother, along with one of the teachers there, they kind of helped get this pro-life club started, which is committed to just respect for life at all stages, from womb to tomb, as we say, just from the beginning to the end, just to recognize the dignity that each person has. And so part of that has included traveling every year to the annual March for Life in Washington, D.C., which is a peaceful protest of about a hundred, hundreds of thousands of, of not just Catholics, but anyone who's just devoted to this great issue of life. And so since returning to the Milwaukee area after spending some time in a parish up in Fond du Lac, uh, I just kind of sent an email and said, hey, I'd be happy to help chaperone this trip to the March for Life. Uh, and so I'm coming up on nearly going there about 10 times. But with Marquette, this will be my third time going this year. It's just a great opportunity for these young men to sort of um, see what it means to be a man for others, really like take of themselves, give some of their time and be part of a movement that's a little bit bigger than their own life. And so it's been a beautiful witness. 
Oh, I love it. I absolutely do. And so talking about your experience with Marquette, can you just talk about some of the biggest takeaways you had as a student at Marquette? Yeah. You know, I think the thing that I really appreciated most was just the diversity of the student body. Um, And just in so many ways, the experiences that people are drawing on, the different communities that had raised them. And they're, they're sort of just like throwing these thousand young men into this school. And so being able to interact with such a diverse community of students really a benefit. It's everything from like having them as teammates, participating on mission trips and service opportunities, being in different clubs, and then all of the extracurriculars that Marquette helps facilitate. I think it was something that I really valued. And when I look back, I kind of look back to some of my closest friends. And, you know, there's still a group of about 10 or 12 of us that get together the day after Thanksgiving and we do a turkey bowl. Now, admittedly, we're getting a little bit slower out there, but to be able to sort of get together on that Friday morning and sort of see how the trajectories of their lives are so different and yet so united just by a common desire to serve one another. We are speaking with Father John Lacoco, vocation director at the Archdiocese of Milwaukee. And you talked about the turkey bow. Everybody loves a good turkey bow. And you were a good athlete back in high school. You said you played a lot of sports. Can you just talk about, you know, you played football, but you also played, you know, wrestling. You did track and field as well. Can you talk about some of the lessons you learned from playing sports? You know, I, I always say it keep, keeps you out of trouble when you're exhausted enough. That was the best thing is just being, being able to sort of like spend yourself fully for the sake of this like goal that's sort of out there at the beginning of the season. We want to win the championship. Okay. And where does it begin? And so it's a real lesson in just like growth and virtue, the small discipline of just like daily practice of the drills of showing up, of watching film. That's something I really sort of valued like powerlifting, wrestling, track, football. They were all great opportunities, but I think especially football, just as the ultimate team sport is really beautiful to be able to be a part of that great season that we had my senior year. Now, if you could talk to a parent, because right now is a a big recruiting time for Marquette University High School. I actually personally have uh, some friends who are interested in potentially sending their middle schoolers to go on to the high school. What would you say to a family that's considering sending their young son to Marquette University High School? I'll quote my own mother on this for you, okay? My mother would say, if the tuition was twice as much, I'd still pay it. It was worth it. Because the truth is, these guys come in as 13, 14-year-old scrawny young boys, and they come out as men. And really, that's because the school and its emphasis is grounded in becoming a man for others, to really make of our lives a self-oblation. I'm going to pour myself out for others, if that's as a husband, as a father, as a priest, as a missionary, whatever I'm going to do and whatever sort of avenue my life takes me in my place of work or in my community, I'm going to be somebody who's looking out for other people. And I think that's what Marquette really helped instill so greatly. That is so wonderful and so well said. And the last question I'll ask for you is this, is can you just share your best memory that you had from high school? You graduated in 2009, so I understand how far ago those memories were, myself being a little bit in my 30s as well. But what is the best memory you had you can remember from being in high school at Marquette University High School? Yeah, there are a lot. I'd say it's probably a tie between probably the, the retreat experiences were just really great moments to be with brothers and sort of like grow in our faith together. But then winning state, that was probably that was probably one of the best memories from high school to really get together with this big group of guys in the summer practicing, showing up, lifting, everything that sort of had to transpire, the valleys and the peaks, and then be able to sort of like win that championship in in coach's final year was a great, great memory. 
That is fantastic there. This has been our conversation with Father John Lococo, Vocation Director of the Archdiocese here in Milwaukee, and also a state champion. Thank you so much for joining us here today for our Hilltoppers Halftime Show. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Again, that was Father John Lococo, Vocation Director for the Archdiocese of Milwaukee. And Father Lococo is also a Marquette High alum and played football for the Marquette Hilltoppers. When we come back, we will wrap up the halftime show here for the Marquette Hilltoppers football game. You are listening to Marquette Hilltoppers football halftime show here on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. This is halftime of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Is there anything sweeter than the crisp sound of a driver when it connects purely with the ball? Many golfers evaluate the quality of their shot by the sound it makes. You may feel the same about your financial plan. Something doesn't seem, look, or sound right. Think of Annex Wealth Management as financial swing doctors. We'll give you the truly objective analysis that comes from a fee-only fiduciary with no products to push or commissions to chase. If you need help, talk to our pros. Get started at AnnexWealth.com. We put our lives on the line for our country. We braved the unknown. We did what we were told. And we lit up. Our cigarette packs were as valuable as the packs on our back. Maybe more. At one point, cigarettes were part of our daily ration. Smoke them if you got them. And boy, we were smoking them. Bumming a smoke was the norm. It was an escape from the reality of dirt, sweat, and forgetting how many days you were so far from home. Never had to worry so long as you had a light. And the smoking lamp was lit. If that was you then, get your lungs screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at ScreenYourLungs.org. And thank you for your service. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. Hi, I'm Mike Jerkin, founder of Magic Productions. We're a sound, video, and lighting production company based here in Milwaukee. Our creative team will help you take your event to the next level. Magic has become a go-to option for concerts, fundraisers, and corporate events around Milwaukee and the country. As a proud Marquette High alum, I'm thrilled to have Magic Productions sponsor Marquette Hilltoppers Football. Learn more how we can bring creativity, passion, professionalism, and expertise to your next event. Please visit magicpro.com. That's M-A-J-I-C-P-R-O.com. Capital Insurance Agency in Brookfield is an independent, local, family-owned insurance broker that has been helping families and small businesses for 47 years. Capital Insurance's long-term customers are proof of their commitment to building relationships that last and are just not a transaction. The team at Capital Insurance takes pride in protecting you, your family, and your business. Contact Joe Sladke, a Marquette High Class of 2009 graduate, as he and the staff at Capital Insurance are ready to assist you. Learn more at CapitalInsuranceWI.com. This is halftime of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. 
Hello and welcome back into the Marquette University High School Football Halftime Show here on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. I am Kyle Wallace and I want to take this special moment to thank Father John Lococo, Vocation Director for the Archdiocese of Milwaukee, for joining us here today to talk about his journey from Marquette University High School graduate to becoming the priest he is today. So again, thank you so much. And now is the time that we get ready to send it back out to Hart Park for second half football action. Level three football playoff action as the Marquette Hilltoppers are in a battle with the Fond du Lac Cardinals. This has been your Marquette University High School football halftime show on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. And when we come back, we will send it back to the C.G. Schmidt broadcast booth at Hart Park where Evan Wittalson and Joe Damas will have second half action of this game. Halftime of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices continues next on 1017 The Truth. I had nightmares at my birth mom's house. It was really scary living there. There were always drugs in the house. The police came and that's when I was placed into foster care. Right now in the U.S., more than 100,000 children like Ariana are waiting for a family. Once I was adopted... I definitely felt safe. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find permanent homes for children in foster care. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. Losing sleep lately? The job, the house, the headlines, or investments? How about the feeling your investment partner isn't a partner at all? They might be operating in someone's best interest, but that someone isn't you. It's time for Annex Wealth Management. It's easy. Head to AnnexWealth.com, click the Get Started button. We work in your best interest as a fiduciary. That commitment runs so deep, we put it in writing. Does your advisor do that? Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. Start at AnnexWealth.com. Earth Justice is a national legal nonprofit fighting to save lives, protect our climate, and strengthen our economy through the shift to zero emissions. Visit us at EarthJustice.org. Earth Justice, because the Earth needs a good lawyer. When you're high, you feel different. But if you feel different, you drive different. So don't drive high. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. We are back with halftime of Marquette Hilltoppers football, presented by Gruber Law Offices. Now, back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask in the broadcast booth. Welcome back to the C.G. Schmidt broadcast booth here at Park Park, where the Hilltoppers hold a 35 to nothing lead over the Fond du Lac Cardinals. Going to jump around the different scores in the area before I bring Joe back in, and I'm going to sound like a broken record here. Nina, Kimberly, last girl we had, halftime, 7 to 7. Muskego and Franklin tied. 7-7 Seven to seven starting the third quarter. Catholic Memorial is tied 7-7 seven to seven as well at halftime. And Sussex Hamilton 13, Verona 6 at halftime in that one. The winner of the Sussex Hamilton and Verona game will play the winner of the Muskego and Franklin game in a to-be-determined location a week from tonight. And if Marquette holds off to win this game, currently up 35-0, they will play the winner of Nina and Kimberly a week from tonight. Again, location TBD. So we'll learn about those locations probably by tomorrow morning would be my guess on 
who's going where. But right now, 35 nothing score in this one, and it's been all Hilltoppers so far, Joe. Yeah, and if this holds up, historically speaking, Marquette, uh, when they've played uh, one of those sort of Fox Valley schools, Kimberly or whomever, uh, it takes place at uh, University of Oshkosh. So that would be my guess. Uh, here up 35 nothing at halftime, Marquette is sort of stuck to what has got them here, and that's relying on the legs. Uh, of Tommy Novotny. He's got two first-half scores uh, and then uh, gone to the air a little bit more. As we've mentioned, um, Cam Russell has uh, a number of receptions here. Uh, they've hit him on that hitch route three, four times, maybe even more. <laughs> uh, but then what we saw is that as uh, Fond du Lac sort of uh, tried to attack that hitch play, they brought their corners back up almost into... Um, a, uh, a press coverage type of uh, situation, <laughs> and, uh, and and Peter McDevitt has has done that. He's gone to Hoffman. You've seen him hit uh, PRB um, out of the slot, and then we saw him go deep. Uh, it was brought back by penalty, but he he hit Cam Russell on about a 35-yard uh, post pattern, and and that's what can happen uh, if if you start biting on those short routes. So let's see what Marquette can do here, uh, coming out to start. Uh, the second half. We'll have the Hilltopper defense on the field first here to start the second half. Eric Schmidt in to kick off the opening kickoff, and I'm going to be a broken record again. That is a touchback, and that's bouncing onto the track right below the camera uh, equipment they have in the backside of the end zone. And it will be a Cardinal football at their own 20-yard line, and if the Hilltoppers hold on to shutting out the cardinals it would be the hilltoppers eighth shutout of the season the cardinals coming out to open the second half in an empty backfield quarterback in the backfield by himself two receivers to the left three receivers to the right including the fullback is the slot receiver to the right takes the snap quick uh bubble screen to the uh, running back dosky and he gets uh going to be just short of the first down, gained about seven. It's going to be second and three. And I think we're going to see Fondelac coming out by need here uh, with an empty backfield coming out and uh, throwing the football. They're going to have to do something different to get back in the game here and, and pounding the ball in the run game is not going to do it here down 35-0. Pistol formation, quarterback going to keep it up the middle, finds a running lane and he's going to get brought down at about the 30 seven or a 38 or 39 yard line but it is enough for the first down great tackle there by murphy monreal we've called his name out quite a bit tonight he's having uh, one of his most productive games of the season from that strong safety position coming up there making a play uh, on the slippery quarterback two receivers to the left the cardinals quick to the line of scrimmage takes the snap going to keep it again up the middle and he's going to get a couple before being tripped up by a hilltopper that was on the ground. I can't get that number. That was number 22, Nigro, on the ground there to help trip him up. Yeah, Mitchell Nigro coming from that right outside linebacker position uh, on a blitz, just uh, leveled it out down the line of scrimmage, made the play on the quarterback. Direct snap to Dawski. He goes off to his right, and he gets ran out of bounds after uh, going to give him no gain. That's going to bring up third and eight. Shram there with... Uh, a uh, nice pursuit going sideline to sideline. Uh, they're forcing the quarterback out of bounds after a short gain, short gain. They're going to give him a loss of a couple, actually. They're going to say he stepped out before. And we're going to have three receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. Empty backfield for 
Klaprick, and he takes the snap, looks to throw, throws it across the middle, caught by the tight end. Monreal got there as the ball did, and uh, Mengel fought hard for that reception and got a couple extra yards on that as well. The Hilltoppers taking Kowalik and Silent G out of the game, putting uh, Rex in the game at one of the D-tackle positions. Takes the snap, gives it to Dolsky up the middle, and he gets a couple before being brought down. It's going to be about a gain of about three for the Cardinals. Marquette's just got to be careful here. They bring in their nickel package on, on first down here. That's going to open up the running game. When you take Silent G, one of your better uh, run defenders out, and you bring in Malik Lee, that certainly helps you in the pass game. Let's see if they go back to the run here. Takes the snap. Quarterback going to keep it up the middle, and he's going to get a couple before being brought down. It's going to be third and about four for the Cardinals. Four down territory here for the Cardinals as they're down 35 to nothing. Punting the ball is going to do nothing here for them as they try to get back in this game. They're going to be in four down territory here probably throughout the rest of the game. Here they go uh, with two backs here in the backfield. Claprick takes the snap, looks to throw, bubble screen. It's intercepted! O'Brien is gone! O'Brien intercepts the football on the bubble screen and takes it in for a pick six to make it 41 to nothing Hilltoppers what a play by PJ O'Brien the senior cornerback and uh, Fond du Lac tried to go to the well one too many times they've run that bubble screen about three or four times there PJ O'Brien read it perfectly he was sitting there waiting for it as soon as that ball left the quarterback's hand you knew it was going to be a pick six he just had to secure the ball Intercepted it about Marquette's 45-yard line, and there was nobody uh, between him and the end zone. He could have ran all the way into the front door, left Lucky Town from where he was. Uh, great play, great anticipation there uh, by the senior P.J. O'Brien. We're going to say he intercepted it right around the line of scrimmage, which was the 41. And we're going to have unsportsmanlike conduct on the Hilltoppers. The touchdown is going to stand, but we're going to give him a 59-yard interception return for touchdown as he jumped the route and about the line of scrimmage, and he took it in. The Hilltoppers called for excessive celebration. They're going to take the penalty on the kickoff, try to get a big return there. They do have some returns for touchdowns, the Cardinals do. But Schmidt in for the extra point, and the extra point is good. 8.50 to go here in the third quarter. It's 42 nothing Hilltopper. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. We'll be back in 30 seconds. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Headlines, texts, emails, the TV, the computer, the phone, even your smartwatch. Every day, market volatility can lead to anxiety and planning paralysis. No surprise, Americans report being stressed about their investment and retirement plans. Turn down the media roar. Dial up the planning. Put Annex Wealth Management on your side for investment and retirement guidance that includes tax and estate planning. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Know the difference with a fee-only fiduciary. That's Annex Wealth Management. We are back with more Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask in the broadcast booth. We're back here at the C.G. Schmidt broadcast booth. Eric Schmidt will be kicking off from the 25-yard line following the excessive celebration penalty following the interception return for touchdown by P.J. O'Brien. 
Being at 42 nothing, we will have a running clock here in the third quarter. The returners about the 13 and 12 yard line to field this kickoff. Schmidt does have a big leg, so this still could go deep into the end zone. Runs up on it, the kick is away. It's a high booming kick. Gonna be fielded at the five yard line by Mullins. And Mullins gets tackled after a big hit at the 30 yard line. He's gonna feel that one in the morning. Big hit there by Ryan Tomlinson screaming down the field uh, on the kickoff coverage. That ball went that ball went 70 yards in the air, Evan. Uh, it just goes towards uh, the strength uh, uh, of Eric Schmidt, and we've talked about all his Division One offers that he'll have. Uh, Marquette is lucky, uh, though we're going to have him one more year. Ooh, Mullins is down. I apologize for my comment. He is down, uh, injured right now. Hope he's okay. Um, so hopefully the senior wide receiver is okay after that return. The Cardinals will take over with the football at their own 30-yard line. And we do want to thank our broadcast boots sponsor, C.G. Schmidt, a proud Marquette University High School supporter. C.G. Schmidt is your trusted building partner for over 100 years. Learn more at cgschmidt.com. And uh, Mullins walking off his uh, on his own power there. Uh, seems to be okay probably looks he looks to be fine looks and to be I, okay and I, I think that the hit looked a little bit worse than what it was he was sort of slipping uh as he was coming into contact with tomlinson uh making him fall backwards yeah. there it looked but. like uh, they were working on his leg a little bit too yeah. when they when he, he was down but i do feel bad for my comment i don't mean any disrespect there i didn't realize he was uh dinged up there so Hopefully nobody holds that against me. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He's talking to his coaches on the sideline yeah. and looks like he's going to be just fine. Two receivers in the backfield. One receiver out to your right. That would be 84, Xavion Davis. But the quarterback going to keep the football, but looks like. It's hard to tell with the 8 and the 0, and he will keep the football. Nope, gives it to Dolsky, and he gets about a gain of 5. Swallowed up there by Tate Kowalik and Nate Schramm there, combining on the tackle after a 5-yard gain there for the Cardinals. It's hard to tell between the 8 and the 0, so I have to stop and think for a minute, and we're just standing right next to each other. It makes it even more difficult, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Connor Johnson out to the lot for the Cardinals. Three receivers in the backfield. Takes a snap. Good quarterback going to keep it this time, and he gets tripped off at about the 40. Going to be about a yard short of the first down. Correction, Connor Johnson was in the backfield there. Different receiver is out wide to the left. Silent G. Pelly Orbani on the tackle there from his right end position. Uh, after about a four-yard gain, bringing up third and one. You'd think uh, with the success that here that they're having, on, uh, they just try to get the first down. Uh, but that's because Marquette has five defensive backs in, in the game here. You expect him to start throwing here, so you got to be cautious about that. But direct snap to Dolsky gets off to his left, and he gets ran down at the 45-yard line. But it is enough for a Cardinal first down, and they get that first down, 6.53 to go here in the third quarter. Impressive tackle there by Malik Lee, that uh, fifth defensive back that they brought in. Uh, Malik's uh, quick, not nearly as big though um, as <laughs> as Dalski. Uh, nice job going low and uh, tackling him uh, right around the uh, the knee area. Yeah, big tackle from Lee too because I think the back's gone if he doesn't make that tackle. 
Quarterback going to keep it up the middle, fights his way for about eight or nine yards before being brought down. It's going to be second and short for the Cardinals. Wrapped up there by uh, Mitchell Nigro and, uh, again, Lee in on the tackle there. Uh, Nine-yard gain. Uh, a good sight always to see is the uh, the reserve quarterback. So you can see uh, Joe Setti warming up uh, on the sideline as well. Uh, as Mason Steinhoff here. So maybe one more series for McDevitt at most, uh, if not the next series bringing in uh, either Josetti or Steinhoff. Same formation for the Cardinals. Direct snap to the back, and he gets the first down and brought down uh, just getting enough for the first down. Nigro on the tackle along with um, Cole Wallace. Tough to be successful when you're running right at uh, which should be an All-State uh, player here. I would be surprised if Mitchell Nigro wasn't first-team All-State uh, this year. He's just had a spectacular year against the run. Great pass rusher as well. 69 tackles coming in, 5 sacks, 15 tackles for loss, 6 pass defenses. Going to be a jet sweep action to Johnson to the right, and he's loose, drops the football, but gets it back, and it's a gain of about, th they're going to give him 2.5. Great job there by, again, Josh Knacker. We say it, and it's just become commonplace that he did such a good job. He's that strong side, typically the strong side uh, outside linebacker. His job is to take on a lead blocker, set the edge. Here he does that and allows everyone to rally to the ball. 12 tackles for loss for Josh on the year with 46 tackles coming in. One receiver left, one to the right, sends Johnson in motion. Going to give it to Johnson, going left this time. Finds the corner, and he's cutting it up, and he gets pushed out of bounds near the first down marker. We'll see where they say he stepped out. It's going to be very close to the first down, though. Fond du Lac having some success here, getting to the edge, going left. Uh, long way to run. Long way to run there to get that first down. Basically started off on one set of numbers, ran all the way across the field to the other set. Uh, before he was forced out of bounds by the Hilltoppers. Hilltoppers up 42 nothing. 4.20 to go here in the third quarter with a running clock. One receiver to the left, two backs in the backfield, takes the snap. Quarterback going to keep it up the middle, and he's going to get about a gain of maybe five, five and a half before being brought down. Yeah, you, you, you wonder at what point um, Fond du Lac's going to have to try to take a shot unless they're just going to you know, say, hey, four minutes left in the third quarter, running clock. Uh, you know, let's get some of our seniors out on the field for their, their last game here. Not to say that this game's over, but uh, it's getting to that point where they're going to have to take a shot if they want any possibility of uh, getting on the board and staying in the game. One receiver each way for the Cardinals. Sends Johnson in motion, fakes it to him, gives it to Dalski up the middle, and he uh, fights his way maybe for a yard before being brought down. Just something to keep an eye on. Colt Fisher checks out the game. Looks like he got shaken up as the trainer's looking at his ankle and Silent G in the game. Yeah, you can see him. Uh, Bryce Roeder, I think, is fine, but he's also uh, speaking uh, with uh, Greg uh, and Michelle, the two Marquette trainers here, maybe cautionary more so on Roeder's part. Uh, but, yeah, just doesn't look to be in too much pain, take Kowalik, but he was... Uh, injured earlier this season and maybe just taking him out for precautionary reasons as well. Takes the snap, going to keep it it looks like. And he gets brought down after a couple yard gain and Silent G and Matt Fredrickson getting into a little bit of a wrestling match there and I think uh, Silent G gets a two point takedown. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's, if you're Fond du Lac, I don't know if that's the right person uh, to challenge here. He's pretty uh, intimidating uh, out there on the field. Uh, Silent G, 
uh, weighing in at uh, 284 pounds at six foot one. So fourth, fourth and two here for the Cardinals. Jack Hart checking into the game on the defensive line in for Tomlinson. Sends a man in motion. Takes the snap, pitches it to Johnson. He's looking for a lane to run, and he won't get it. He is stopped short of the first down, and the Hilltoppers taking over with the football with the backup quarterback coming into the game, Luke Josetti coming in. Nate Schramm, the uh, senior linebacker, middle linebacker, had that one sniffed out from the beginning. They tried to do that end around again. They've done it three, done it three or four times on this series. He read it perfectly, was able to shoot the gap right through the uh, B gap and make the tackle um, on uh, Johnson before he could get to that first down. And you're right here, looks like uh, Luke Josetti coming into the game. Changes on the offensive line as well as Mike Nolan in the game for Jack Hart, who was in on that last defensive play. He's been battling a groin injury, uh, missed level one with that. Going to have twins to your left, one receiver to your right. Dorley a tailback, it looks like. Takes the snap, gives it to Dorley. Dorley off the left end, going to fight to get back to the line of scrimmage. You're going to say he lost two to bring up second and 12 with a minute five go, to go here in the quarter. We'll try to get you those names on the offensive line. Coming in at the re receiver position, we've got number 13, uh, Andrew Allen, number 85, Leo Sparks, and number 84, tight end Gavin Corey, um, all new to the field. We also see Jack Dorley, is, if you've been listening this year, he's uh, Tommy Novotny's backup. Tommy likely done for the night as well. Two receivers to your left, one to your right. 39 seconds to go here in the quarter. Josetti claps the hands, gets the football, throws it to the receiver, caught, and Darnecki gets brought down immediately. Nice to see him back out there as I saw him in street clothes over the last course of the last couple games. Yeah, Zarnecki, uh, I don't remember which game it was, but maybe three, four weeks ago, caught that nice touchdown pass in the right corner of the end zone here at Hart Park. Uh, nice to see him back out on the field, as you mentioned here. Brings up uh, third and about five after that uh, completion on the hitch route. And that's going to take us to the end of the third quarter here at Hart Park with the Hilltoppers up. 42 to nothing. When we come back, we're 12 minutes away from level four action here for the Hilltoppers. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. High school, the most formative years of your son's life. At Marquette University High School, our Jesuit education will shape your son's identity, mind, heart, and soul. Our graduates are more likely to excel in college, earn an advanced degree, and learn defining personal values. The result of our transformational education? Transformed lives. Learn more at muhs.edu. Nothing like Friday Night Lights on the Gridiron. You are listening to Marquette Hilltoppers Football, presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Live from the broadcast booth, here is Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask. We're back here for the fourth quarter at C.G. Schmidt Broadcast Booth here at Hart Park. Josetti at quarterback with Dorley to his left, claps the hands, gives it to Dorley. Nowhere to go, but goes to his left, finds the lane, and he's going to get brought up after maybe a two-yard game. 
Yeah, I tried running right there, just a zone right, not much room for him. Tries to cut it back going left, uh, and he was swallowed up there by the uh, Cardinal defense, bringing up fourth down and about uh, two or three. They're letting the clock run down. The offense staying out there for right now. The punting team, though, talking to the coach at the sideline, getting some instructions. And the punting team in there, Eric Schmidt in to punt. After three, Kakana leads Cedarburg 42 to nothing. We're going to look for the other scores for the we're concerned about here as soon as I can find them. Green Bay, Notre Dame 20, Mount, Mount Horrid, Barneville 14. The snap is away. It's low. Schmidt bobbles it. Gets it away. Nice punt. Going to bounce inside the 20. Going to get picked up at the 10. And he's going to get brought down after maybe two yards. Very close to a block in the back there but for the Cardinals. But he's able to not. It looked like he's about to shove Lee in the back. But they did a job, good job not shoving him. Great hustle there by number 16, C.J. Raider, the senior out of St. Dominic's and Brookfield, and uh, it's great to see some of those seniors uh, getting down the field, making some plays. Here on the defensive side of the ball, Marquette's going to have some subs in there. You see number uh, 94 for Marquette, Daniel Bennett, and Evan Myers uh, out there as well. Uh, and uh, Rex uh, is also out there, Fugman, uh, for uh, Tate Kowalik. Franklin up 14-7 over Muskego right now. Cardinals takes the snap, makes the handoff, looks to throw, throws it deep down the field, double coverage, and it's going to be incomplete, and it's going to bring up second and 10. Claprick still in at quarterback. Yeah, and they had that covered nicely there. They're trying to take a shot there to uh, Connor Johnson down the right sideline, covered nicely uh, by Malik Lee. Also some coverage help over the top from Ryan Tomlinson. Very well played. Catholic Memorial up 14-7 over Lakeside Lutheran in that one. Have not found a Kimberly score yet. Takes the snap. Clapper, keeper up the middle, and he is going to get brought down after about a gain of nine. Going to bring up, a, no, eight. Going to bring up a third and eight. Third and two, I mean. Nice so, tackle there by uh, sophomore Linebacker Luke Merrick into the game for the first time. He was able to uh, catch quarterback there, hold him to uh, about a yard shy of the first down. Kimberly and Nina still tied 7-7 in that one. The winner of that one are, is going to be playing this Hilltopper team next week, likely in Oshkosh. Two receivers left, takes the snap. Quarterback keeper finds running lane up the middle. Big gain, and he's going to get brought down by Womack. Womack also in on the tackle there, number 34, uh, Sam, I'm sorry, Carson Tappa for Marquette. We, he's the junior, and uh, he, if you recall, he had the interception return for a touchdown a few weeks back. So um, certainly not a lack of experience here, even when we get into the second tier with the number of shutouts that Marquette has had. Takes a snap, gives it to the receiver, Mullins. Mullins off the right side. Going to get a couple before being brought down. Gain of a couple. It's going to be second down. Franklin up 21-7 over Muskego. And the quarterback looks like he's lumping a little bit as he gets up. Josh Snacker on his birthday making a tackle. 
number 42 there. Uh, Matthew Griffin has checked into the game there. And uh, if you heard in the background, uh, Josh Knacker there on his birthday making that great tackle there uh, on the left side. Two receivers to your left, takes the snap. Quarterback going to keep it again off the right side. Fights his way, gets enough for the first down. Gained about eight, needed seven. And it's going to be, but we do have a, oh, we do have a flag down. Start of the fourth quarter, it's Kimberly seven, Nina seven. Fourth quarter in that one, just starting. Well, while they sort this out. Evan, uh, it looks like 42 nothing here. This one, uh, with about seven minutes left, is going to be safe. Uh, we're looking forward to watching the scoreboard, uh, see what's happening up there, and we'll, we'll try to keep you updated on that Nina Kimberly score. Clapperick, quarterback, takes the snap. Going to go to Dosky instead, and he fights his way for a gain of about four, and he gets tackled. It's going to be second down with 6.55 to go here in the fourth quarter. They still got Tate Kowalk. He's he's been a headache for the Cardinals all night. He's still out on the field making plays. Here he's able to rip down that runner uh, after about a three-yard gain here, just getting a nice penetration into the backfield. It's going to be second and six after that gain of four. 42 nothing Hilltoppers trying to finish this one out with their eighth shutout of the season. One receiver each direction. Klaprick takes the snap. Fakes the handoff, looks to throw under pressure, and just throws it away. That is gonna, they're gonna say the receiver is in the area, but that's gonna bring up third down and six. Awfully close there, heavy pressure by Evan Meyer, number 20, uh, coming off the right edge, was basically there before the quarterback could even get his feet set, had him uh, uh, wrapped up around the waist. He was able to throw it uh, to the right sideline, apparently a receiver close enough that it was not an intentional grounding. As I mentioned, Kimberly Nina tied at seven. Nina currently driving in that one. We'll keep you updated. One receiver to your left, two backs in the backfield, takes the snap. Dosky going to get the snap, and he gets tackled after a couple-yard gain. That's going to bring up a fourth and about fourth and about four. Carson Tappa coming up from the safety position, making a nice play after a short gain. Going to be fourth and three officially via the scoreboard here. 520 and counting, running clock here in this fourth quarter. One receiver left, one to the right. Dosky in the backfield with Klaprick. Takes the snap, gives it to Dosky immediately. Meyer brings him down. He throws the ball away. There it is. To me, he should have been that should have been a sack by Meyer, or at least a tackle for loss. But either way, that's going to be Hilltopper football, and that was uh, fourth down. Yeah, fourth down and Meyer again. Uh, great pressure. It's exciting to see uh, what he's going to be able to do next year when he moves into a full-time starting role, whether that be at the middle linebacker position, the outside linebacker position. He's really showed um, just some special talent, and, and he's had that ever since he was a freshman moving up. And uh, as a junior this year, next year, he'll uh, likely move into that starting role and uh, maybe found a home uh, replacing Josh Knacker next year on that uh, that strong side outside linebacker position. Looks like Steinhoff is going to be taking over a quarterback here for the Hilltopper. It is 7-7 with Kimberly and Nina, but Nina's deep in Kimberly territory with 9.40 to go on that one. 
you know, that's what, that's what makes this time of year, especially with Marquette doing so well, is watching, you know, scoreboard watching and seeing who your opponent's going to be. We're in the Elite Eight now. Looks like we're moving forward to the Final Four here um, in Division One, and what an exciting time for Marquette Hilltopper football. Two receivers, right one to left, takes the snap, gives it to Hansborough up the middle, gets the gain of two before being pushed back. And getting a little bit chippy out there. You know, you can see the frustrations uh, coming through from Fond du Lac Marquette fans. You can hear calling for a flag. There was none here. Maybe a little bit of a late hit on hands, bro. Marquette's just got to stay calm and cool and, and get ready uh, to close this one out and move on uh, uh, to level four. Correction, Kimberly was the one driving. I don't, didn't know who was who until just now. Kimberly just scored to go up 13-7 in the fourth quarter of that one. Kimberly's... You know, a familiar opponent, Marquette, has met Kimberly a number of times in the last decade in the playoffs here. Uh, so they'll be ready. Three minutes here to go here in the game. Two receivers right, one to the left. Steinhoff waiting until the 10-second uh, clock starts. Takes the snap, gives it to Hansborough, and he's going to get a, gain, a loss of a few. And that's going to bring up third and very long for the Hilltop. And Marquette here just trying to run, run the clock, run the ball, uh, trying to... Get to the end here. There's about two and a half minutes left here. Third down with the running clock, as you mentioned. A couple other linemen that have checked in. Number uh, 52 on the field. Sophomore Julian Hurtado. Uh, number 67 uh, is uh, William Rick uh, at right tackle, also checking into the game. Two receivers each way for the Hilltoppers on this third and 13. 215 and running here. Steinhoff takes the snap, looks to throw. Throws it deep down the field, and it's going to be incomplete. Some contact there, but they're going to be incomplete, and it's going to be fourth down and likely another uh, Hilltopper punt here as we have broken the two-minute mark here in this game. We got 153 and counting. No real harm in taking a shot there, trying to get the first down with the running clock. If you get the first down, you can then take a knee on it and kill the clock. Take a knee here. He takes a shot uh, to try to hit Andrew Allen, the senior out of Brookfield Academy uh, here. Uh, Henry in the punt this time. Uh, Mitchell Henry, again, a nice nice asset to have here, a backup, a backup punter uh, and kicker with the talents of Henry. Both are juniors, or he doesn't get a chance to kick very often unless you have this situation going on. Marquette lining up with uh, Malik Lee and Joey Spano at the gunner positions to run down. Punched away. It's a high punt. Dossie going to field it at the 20, and he is gonna, we're going to have a block in the back. Is he going to get a big return and pushed out of bounds? But going to be a block in the back by the Cardinals, and I can't quite see the number who it's likely on, but it looks like it's on Jacob Haller on that block in the back. And again, nice coverage downfield, pushed out of bounds uh, even after the flag by uh, Matthew Griffith. And we'll see if Fond du Lac's even going to have time to run a play here. 35 seconds to go here in the game. Running clock, we're in under 30 seconds now. Fond du Lac does not have to run a play as we're waiting to get the ball spotted. And I, we're going to see if they are going to try to get on the board. They're ready for play. Whistles in with 20 seconds to go. One receiver each direction. Sends a man in motion. 
takes the snap, quarterback gonna keep it, Claprick up the middle, trying to get a big gain, he does, and he gets to about midfield before being brought down, and it's gonna bring us to the end of the game. I was looking possibly to make sure we didn't have it on time down, but we're not going to. Final score, Marquette Hilltoppers, 42, Fond du Lac Cardinals, zero. We're going to step away for a couple minutes. When we come back, we're going to recap this game, name our player of the game, and get you ready for next week's action. You, this is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Hi, this is Rick Schmidt, CEO of CG Schmidt. For over 100 years, our family company has been creating exceptional facilities that improve the lives of others. We provide professional construction management services and have a passion for building and improving our communities here in Milwaukee and throughout the state. We are honored to be a longtime builder and supporter of Marquette University High School and are proud to sponsor Hilltoppers Football. Learn more about us and our construction services at cgschmidt.com. Good luck to the Hilltoppers from C.G. Schmidt. You are listening to the home of Milwaukee's Realist Conversations. 1017 FM, 1510 AM, WGKB Waukesha, and W269DL Milwaukee, a locally owned Good Karma brand station. We are back with more Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now, back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask in the broadcast booth. Once again, it is a 42 to nothing final here at Hart Park. I think everyone here is surprised of the score. We're happy for a Marquette win, but the 42 nothing deficit was quite surprising as this is a very good Fond du Lac football team who won six of their last seven after starting the season 0-4. But the Hilltoppers got on them early and just kept throwing punches until the end here to give the Hilltoppers this 42 to nothing victory and we're talking about the player of the game and there's two options in my mind Novotny who's now up to 25 touchdowns on the ground McDevitt who ran one in and threw at least one to Hoffman had a great catch taken off the board um, to Russell that was a, a great amazing catch I got to go with Peter McDevitt here as he, they went to the air a little bit here in this one, and he was poised, he was collected, and he made all the right reads and took off running when he had to. And I think that's the right call, Evan. Uh, Peter McDevitt here, not only, as you mentioned, uh, throwing the ball through the air, uh, great timing, great um, teamwork with his wide receivers, and then uh, when he got that ball, when he ran it into the end zone, you could just see uh, from here our vantage point, um, the determination and the leadership uh, that Peter McDevitt brings to this football team. He would not be denied, and this was back when uh, the game was uh, still close. He would not be stopped short of that uh, goal line, ran over a defender. And, and when you're even an offensive lineman or a tight end, that's their job is to block. When you see your quarterback giving that type of effort, it just fires up. Uh, the offensive line, it fires up the sidelines, uh, and that's what it takes to be a leader, and Peter McDevitt has shown um, that he is a leader, and now he's a leader of, of a team that's got to the final four here, the Division One playoffs. Yep, and the Hilltoppers will be in action once again next week 
heard here on 101.7 The Truth. Not sure who we're playing yet. Kimberly up 14-7 in the fourth quarter. Going to be a second and 10. They had the football back at the Nina 43-yard line. So Kimberly trying to get up on two scores in that one at 7.03 left to go. Regardless of who they play, the location is to be determined. But the past future, uh, sorry, the past the past action, like the past location of the game kind of gives an idea of what next week's game is going to be, likely in Ashka. Huh, i got to learn how to talk here. They <laughs> now, put a now, mic in front of my face, and uh, I can't talk. A lot of emotion, especially in these uh, playoff atmosphere. Again, the, cloud, uh, the crowd was electrifying tonight. And, and Evan, uh, you got a big task because uh, I'm not going to be here next week. It's, uh, you know, I've... I uh, got other plans that uh, even before I got this job, uh, uh, I knew I would be off on November 9th, and I'm super excited that we are uh, still playing. Uh, but I'm going to leave it in your hands next week, Evan. you got a big responsibility, um, and my hope is that uh, two weeks from tonight, you and I are standing together at Camp Randall uh, talking about this Marquette Hilltopper team uh, trying to win a state championship. And that is the hope. And uh, we'll see what happens next week against the winner of Kimberly and Nina, which Kimberly's up 14-7 with 6-10 to go in that one. And great win by the Hilltoppers. They're broken up in position groups, talking to the coaches right now after this win. And I guess that'll do it here for us tonight. Not really much more to talk about than that. Just a very impressive Hilltopper victory here tonight. Once again, final score. Marquette, Hilltopper, 42, Fond du Lac Cardinals, nothing. Thanks to Steve at the, the American Family Insurance Studio for keeping us on track here with the, the brakes and uh, hitting the buttons here for us to make us sound good. Did a great job of that here tonight. Thank you to Joe, my broadcast partner here tonight. Uh, forget the gentleman's name who was feeding us scores all night, but thank you to him uh, as well. Um, once again, final score, 42-0. This has been Hilltopper Football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. We'll be back at it next week. Good night, Hilltoppers.